Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Tragically, I have to announce that, uh, well, Matt Key didn't make it through Comic-Con. That footage was just too much for him, and, well, we weekend at Bernie's today, and we, we brought his body, but yeah. we're going to do the show in his honor. Yeah, it's what he would have wanted. We think so, it's yeah. what he would have so, wanted. It was in his will. It's time for our review show with the body of Matt Key. The body of Matt Key. In we're his gonna, astral plane forever. We're going to miss you, buddy. This is Marvel Movie News. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk Marvel <laughs> Movie News. Oh, you guys are good. Yeah. Hey, you're right. You guys are just good. Just you're a good work. comedy team. That was fun. You just uh, pulled it out of nowhere. Yeah, I'm no, glad you, you said Weekend at Bernie's. Yeah, yeah, I think I played, yeah. yeah. By the, uh, by the way, I, I, we brought I'm, Matt back. <laughs> how'd you guys do that? You're very good. Sorcerer uh, Beta, not Supreme. I'm yeah, just, I just yeah. I'm, I'm Sorcerer Beta. <laughs> Sorcerer, yeah. You're the beta version of the Sorcerers. I'll take it. Uh, we well, let, uh, let's uh, let's get the show going. Now, did you shave because you didn't want to look like Doctor Strange after being that excited no, by it, or is this a coincidence? I I, I shaved. Uh, hey Zach, do you have the picture of me and my cosplay from the from the weekend? Did you get that in the email? Oh, is that Doom had to run in here? We lost the voice of Doom. <laughs> we lost the voice of Doom. Uh, uh, great great no, start I, to the review show, right, guys. We're it? killing it. Run no, I shaved because I did a cosplay as Matt, the radar technician from the SNL sketch. Right, right. Brilliant. Uh, Starkiller base, undercover boss. I saw some photos of you from from just people because you were at uh, yeah. uh, Hall like, H and there was some pictures taken and you're yeah the well like they, 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 I was walking around looking for seats at Hall H because it's impossible to get seats in there because mm-hmm. no one leaves and uh, every single person I'd be like uh, and I was in character the whole time I'd be like excuse me I need to get those seats right there and they'd be like <laughs> oh they're taken but can I get a picture I was like for the seat I can take a picture <laughs> they were like. All right, and I was like, "No, I'm kidding. You can take a picture, of course. Yeah. You can." Like, I, just, I, I wanted to bring it up at the start because I know it's uh, quite no, jarring. News. It is. It's killing me. Like I mm-hmm. hate not having <laughs> my str- like. I've got my Reed Richards still, but I don't have yeah. my Doctor Strange anymore. And yeah, you look uh, weird and gross. No, I appreciate. So that. let's get on with the show. Yeah, I, I, I look like a blobfish. I know. Ultimate it's okay. Marvel movie news. It's the, it's the brand new. <laughs> You're, very handsome. You're very handsome. Very You're very handsome. Stop it, you boys. Stop it. No, there it is. There it is. Right there. There it is. Yeah, that's. I had a shave for that. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> but I brought so much joy to so many people on yeah. Saturday. Oh, worth like, because every single time someone would see me, if they recognized me, they just started cracking up. Yeah, they'd be like, "Hey, hey, Matt, I, I hear, I hear Kylo Ren has a, a has an eight pack," and I'd be like, "Yeah, he shredded." <laughs> like, it was just the best. It was super fun to, <laughs> to improvise all day. And I, well, I want to thank you because I've seen people do that costume before, but the fact that you're in character. I mean, you you do it. You're a spitting image of Adam Driver. Like that's awesome, dude. Thank, thank, you, thank, thank you for thank having you. fun with it. That's thank great. You. No, I had a, I had a super duper good time. Uh, so thank you for showing that, Doom. I, I'm sorry that we caught you like running <laughs> Un- in here. Unwares. <laughs> Uh, anyway, we have a long show today. Uh, We're going feature length. We brought Hector. Uh, yeah, yeah. When you, when you go feature length, you bring in Hector. Uh, so I hope wow. you guys are ready because it's going to get crazy. Uh, we have the Marvel movie, movie news. We don't even know where we're coming from. Like, are we coming from Hall H? 
But if we say that, people are going to think we're actually in Hall A. No, they're Who not. Is people aren't think dumb. That? We have a very good audience. They're going to be like, wow, it's weird. It looks so different. It's small. Yeah. But thank, thank you, Hall H. I guess. I respect your knowledge, Hall yeah. H. <laughs> uh, we are the Marvel Movie News coming to you live from fake Hall H, where we tell you all the news from all the studios. I want you to be as excited as we are. Subscribe to us on iTunes at Marvel Movie News or find us at youtube.com forward slash popcorn talk network. Thank you. Thank you. You can. Bring it down now. Bring it down. You can also find us through the Popcorn Talks website, popcorntalknetwork.com, on Twitter, at Marvel News PTN, or at the Popcorn Talk. Also on Facebook.com forward slash Marvel News Show. And guys, if you'll tweet a link to our show with a message telling people about our live chat and how they should get in and how we're an awesome show and whatever else, <laughs> Doom will retweet you from the booth in Latveria. Doom demands tweets, but <laughs> makes no guarantees because there's a lot to do today. There's a lot to do today. Oh my goodness. There's so much to do. <laughs> Doom is even Doom is overwhelmed by today. Uh, and if you don't know him, get to know him. Our guest today, the ever wonderful Hector Navarro. Hello, hi guys. This is still one of my favorite things to do yeah. since I moved to Los Angeles. This is awesome. Thank you for having me. Uh, and you're one of our favorite things to do. Oh my gosh! Skidip ba boo, moving on. <laughs> uh, what, uh, where can people find you? Tell people you about, can, uh, tell the uninitiated. Sure, you can find you. find me on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Hector is Funny. You can see me and my homies uh, Adam Plavik and Augustine Rios on a show called Superhero News, where we cover everything, all this kind of fun stuff, and we have our work cut out for us. We did a bunch of videos that should be going up real soon. There were our reactions on our recovery day on Sunday at Comic Con mm-hmm. as we were getting hydrated yeah. as we were talking about everything that went down. And um, yeah, you can see me on Geek and Sundry. You can check out the Nickelodeon Animation Podcast, which is awesome, and it's this new thing. I get to talk to great people. I talked to Andy Richter, and what? the episode came out on Friday. Andy Richter awesome. is brilliant. He's so funny, and he's been doing the voice of not a lot of people know this Mort, one of the lemurs from the Madagascar movies yeah, and cartoon really? show, the one that's like, okay, I talk like this. Oh, okay, he's like, that. That's little, him. That's Andy Richter from. From TV's Conan, he's uh, kind of a tall guy, isn't he? He's he and Conan uh, yeah. both. Uh, yes, Conan's yeah, very is tall. Actually. Conan's yeah. a very tall guy. Yeah, inhumanly tall Conan, who I saw at the uh, Warner Brothers panel in Hall H. He moderated that. He was at yeah. my screening of Civil War, so I was watching That's Civil so War, funny. and Conan was right in front of me, and I yeah. was just like, he's so impossibly tall. He's so tall. Because you always have the tall person in front of you in the movies, always. No, yeah. in my like, case, it was Conan O'Brien, so I was yeah. like, this is both awesome, yeah. and I have to look around Conan. Because he's what, like 6'5"? Yeah, he's my height, Everyone walking around, I was like, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, thank you for joining cool, us, man. Hector. Thank you for uh, me. Yeah, I, I ran into Hector at uh, one of the parties over the weekend. Mm-hmm. I was like, hey, come to my show. You've got to do the show. Okay, okay. Spider Man. Uh. Yeah, dude. dude. I'm so jealous of you guys. I'm just saying. Well, it's like I said, like, I, like Brittany and I were in Hall H together, and I looked at her during the Doctor Strange trailer because I needed her to see Tears. me almost crying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I looked at her during the Guardian stuff because I needed to see her giant smile <laughs> during uh, Rocket stuff. But then I one the other one other time I looked at her was after the Spider Man stuff to say, God damn, why isn't Koi here? It was my Koi, astral Koi form. should be here. <laughs> A lot like Huck Finn in the rafters, me just like I wish. yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, that reminds me, one of the coolest things that happened, and, and no one's no, I haven't seen anyone talking about this. Uh, but uh, uh, Kugler, mm-hmm. when he came out to talk about Black Panther, one of the things he said in Hall H was um, he was there in 2009 for his yeah. very first Comic Con. I saw Comic-Con. that. That made me in the, so happy. Far back. In and the far he, back. Like, he said, I was in the far back, and he pointed towards where Brittany and me were sitting. He goes, and now I'm on Hall. I'm on the stage yeah, in so 2016. Cool. And like it got like giant applause. It was like such a cool moment. That's amazing. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Let's let's stop hamming it up, and let's yeah, talk. Let's, I, there's let's show. so much. Uh, uh, so we're going to start 
because I did the programming, I was like, no, we're yep. starting with Doctor Strange. Yes. Like, I've earned the right Thank to you. start the show Throwing with Doctor Brothers, Strange. Throwing Wonder Woman in the first, I get it. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well done. Uh, so let's... Um, First of all, so neither one of you guys were in Hall H, so let me just I know. give a very... I, 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 I'm not trying to rub it in. I'm really not. I know. Uh, but, I, but I'm saying it only because like I need to start off by saying... Who, the, was, who, who was there at the panel? It was Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, dude, it was the full cast. It was, Scott Derrickson. It was... Tilda uh, Swinton. Yeah. Rachel McAdams. Yep. Benedict Wong. Yep. She would tell Ejia for? She would tell Ejia for. Mads, Mads Mikkelsen. Mikkelsen. Yep. I talked to Mads. Oh, how and is I'll, he? I'll tell you what he said. I'll tell you what he said. Who else was... Is that everybody? That's everyone. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like I'm missing somebody. Well, well. Uh, apparently, the Benjamin Bratt. <laughs> Thank you, Doom. The Hori hosts were there. You forgot the Hori. Oh, the Hori. That's right. Of course. The, of course. Well, the Hori hosts are just assumed yeah. to be implied. there. The Eye of Agamotto was there. Eye right, of Agamotto. Right, yeah. Kamabash came in floating with a cloak of levitation. Yeah. <laughs> it was incredible. It was. Incre- I was like, wow, he actually has a sorcerer. Yeah. So apparently, Benjamin Bratt. Benjamin Bratt has joined the cast. That's the big news. Okay. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Thanks. I, I bet uh, you he'll be a doctor. That's like appeared to like Stephen Strange or Rachel McAdams. Like I don't, he's not going to be a magical character. That's I can what see I think. that. That's right. I he, can he, see he, that. He's a human doctor in like the in the to ground it more. Yeah, I can see that. See, I I was actually thinking the opposite. I was thinking he might be like a like one of the like masters of the mystics arts. It was kind oh. of more in the background. You know that there is now a Mexican Doctor Strange, El Medico Mystico, that they just revealed what? a while back in uh, in the Last Days of Magic, like crossover mm-hmm. thing that's happening Deadpool right now. Deadpool interacted with him too. Deadpool interacted with him, and he's this really cool looking. He's got like a a Dia de los Muertos, like Day of the Dead style thing, with kind of like a um, very traditional sort of a Mexican. But he's got, it's got it looks like a sugar skull mm-hmm. sort of a mask, oh. and he's like doing magic, protecting like an Aztec temple from some. Some space sharks or some crazy yeah. stuff, and in, Deadpool's in one like of the... dealing with them because it's, it's magic that Doctor Strange didn't know because he didn't believe it exists. It's a really cool arc. Yeah, I, I dug it. So maybe he's uh, El, El Medico Mystico. Maybe he's like <laughs> Mexican Doctor Strange. I don't know. That would I'm be awesome. That. Yeah, there. Look at that handsome devil. Wow. God, the, the cast of Doctor Strange. It's just like, ridiculous. It's dumb. Dude. It's yeah. dumb. E- each but... of these casts for each of these Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. Is getting exponentially better. Well, that's because like the brand, like the Marvel brand. as a brand, is becoming that you, much better. You got to remember where they started in in where they in two thousand eight. Iron Man was released, and this nothing studio. Can we get a guy who no one will cast to play yeah. this lead guy who's a yeah. C list at the time totally. character? But even then, what if they the guy had, from Swingers makes yeah. it? And then uh... such a risk. But they had Gwyneth Paltrow, Jeff Bridges, um, Terrence Howard to mm-hmm. round out that. Mm-hmm. Like there were there were there were four great cast members. Yeah. And with Hulk, they had Ed Norton and William Hurt and Liv Tyler and um, um, Tim Roth. So it's like four and four. Mm-hmm. By the time they get to Iron Man 2, Scarlett Johansson, like I'm saying, each cast of these movies just gets exponentially better. better. It's crazy. Well, but I think that's because the reputation of Marvel mm-hmm. has increased exponential. Like now, everyone, like Al Pacino, like Al Pacino yeah. is like, I want to be in one of your movies. Yeah. Yeah. Kurt Russell's playing a planet. Yeah, yeah. We'll get yeah. to that. We'll get to that. Mr. Stallone. Okay, we get, okay. Yeah, back we'll to get Strange. To, okay, back to Strange. So that, uh, There's so much. My brain's just Can't, dancing with happiness. First of all, let me just say, uh, it typically takes me about three to four hours to put a rundown together, put it the way I want it, do the research and everything else that I need to do for the actual... It took me almost all day yesterday. <laughs> this was like a nine-hour endeavor yesterday mm-hmm. to put all of this together. It's a lot. It's a it's a big. It's a well, lot. Um, I love that uh, you know Kevin came out and Kevin Feige came out and was like, "Hey, so we didn't come to Comic Con last year because we need to bring things, and this yeah. year we brought things." This wow. year they were like, now, "Here's everything." Wow. He literally said that it, it only makes sense to come when we have enough to deliver, and then he yeah. delivered like the world. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Because at D twenty three last year they were like, "Here's some concept art. We're doing Civil War. You kind of already sure. know about that. Here's this stuff." 
So I get that. And I'm okay with I, that. I'd rather I, them come out and not absolutely. have to like, limp through a presentation. And, and they they've, were like, they've, they've promised that next year they're going to have more mm-hmm. Spider-Man Homecoming. Well, Spider-Man will have come out. Come out. They're, they're going to have out. more Thor stuff. Sorry, that's what it was. Because yeah. Taika Waititi, did he like call in or whatever? No. When we get so, to Ragnarok? We'll, was... we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get okay. to that. Let's Dr. talk to Dr. Strange. Strange. But Dr. next year's okay. going to be great. Uh, so I, I wanted to give a brief rundown of the footage uh, that was shown and then get your reactions to it. Please. Quote, brief. Stop it. Doom. Uh, but true, very true, because it is Doctor Strange. Oh, that poster. Uh, God, the poster. Okay. Oh, <laughs> I, I really did almost cry. Yeah, like I, I felt it. tears and was like, "Why are you? Oh God! Oh my it's God!" It's just so respected. The source yeah. material is so respected. It's so respected. All right, so uh, it started off with them showing the full sequence and the full scene of Doctor Strange, the physician, going to visit with the Ancient One. Love it. Um, he walks in, like uh, he's walking through like a Tibetan area, just asking um, tourists about Kamar Taj. He's going, "Kamar, Kamar Taj. Have you heard of Kamar Taj?" And no one's paying him any attention. How's his accent? It's pitch perfect, dead on, dead okay. on, All dead right. on. I loved it. All right. Um, and he uh, he finally runs into Baron Mordo. Obviously, he doesn't know who he is, but mm-hmm. he's like, "Forget everything you know. Follow me." And he's like asking all these questions. And every single time he asks a question, Baron Mordo looks at him and he just goes, "Right. Forget everything I know. Okay, just keep going." Sure. Finally get into the Ancient One. Ancient One, um, like, a couple of mystics come over and take his coat off. Another mystic comes over and brings him tea, and he turns around to face the Ancient One. Uh, But it turns out it's not the Ancient One. Sure, it's an old man, but it's not the Ancient One. The person giving him tea is the Ancient One. And he turns around and goes, "Uh, so he's not the Ancient One? And she goes, no, I am. Here's your tea. And he's like, okay. And that takes him aback. Great. And he starts talking about his, uh, he's like, I heard someone... uh, you you helped someone walk, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, and he's using hyper specific medical. Yeah, because he's going. You, did you help them uh, regenerate uh, their cells? Or oh yeah, he's like yeah. he's like. I heard that you fixed a, a T six T seven sever uh, severed spine. Love it. But uh, how, how did you do that? And she goes, "Well, I made them believe that they could walk again." He's like, "But how?" And she right. she says something, and he's like. Have you figured out cellular regeneration? That's like the holy grail of medicine. And he yeah. starts talking about that, how she does it. And she's playing along. And she's not really like playing along in a mean way, but mm-hmm. she's just like, well, yes, of course, this is how this works, and this is how work this works. And she finally gets to, uh, well, I I worked, I realigned his spirit. And he goes, and that's when you see this moment of like, oh, you're a charlatan kind of right. come over his face. Yes. And that's when she pulls out a book and shows him the chakras. And he's like, yeah, I've seen that in a gift shop. And then she goes, well, what about this? And like, it's another sort of like acupuncture drawing. Then yeah. she shows him an MRI scan and she goes, all of these people have made maps of parts, but never the whole. I know the whole. I can see the whole and I can teach you to see that. And that's when you get that whole line about, I don't believe in chakras or fairy what tales. What a great like, approach to yeah. that it's crazy mythology. It's so good. It is so good. And he's like, uh, look, uh, th- this is, you're ridiculous, and I don't believe anything you say. And that's when she goes, boom, Astral. and like punches yeah. it out. And then yeah. you see like his perspective, though. Like It shifts from just like the him floating away oh, and shifts cool. to his perspective. And you see Benedict Cumberbatch's body like limped back from the punch, and he sees the whole scene almost in slow motion unfolding before him. And it's like, this afterlife sort of mm-hmm. floating mm-hmm. up to heaven sort of thing. And then all of a sudden shh, he's pulled back and he goes, what did you put in this tea? What did you, what have you yeah. done to me? Is this like psilocybin or whatever? Like the drug is like, you've drugged me. She goes, it's just tea. Well, there's a little bit of honey in it. I, yeah. That's how I like it. And he's like, no, what have you done? What have you done? And she's like, I simply, I pushed your soul to the astral plane. The astral plane is where the soul exists. Mm-hmm. I pushed you there. 
He's like, that's so not great. possible. And she goes, enjoy your trip. And that's when she pushes on his head. And he goes yeah. through dimensions. Oh, my yeah. God. The dimension <laughs> stuff. Like, oh, my God. I just, I oh can't, my God. I cannot like, believe. This is the acid dream we talked about wanted. Yeah. You know, it's it's the original concept of Doctor Strange from 1963 isn't the most it wasn't the most original thing in comic books it was it was it was uh, stereotypical and and had and a lot and, and had a lot of tropes that mm-hmm. were being used especially at that time you know Stan Lee was writing it Steve Ditko was doing the art mm-hmm. but there's something so brilliant about the concept because you take the guy who's the most skeptical man mm-hmm. Stephen Strange who's a doctor of medicine mm-hmm. right and in the trailer that was released and we'll talk about that in a second my favorite moment is when she goes how did you learn to be a doctor and he's like years of study you know mm-hmm. studying and, and mm-hmm. practice sometimes years of it and she's mm-hmm. like and then she shows him a book and I'm like this dude's gonna study in this movie right. yeah. I love that that's I, who I Doctor Strange that. is yeah I that's for the reasons I love him because yeah. I was like I was the kid in fourth grade who found out about like the possibility of year round school yeah I was the kid who's like yes yeah yes give me that we need and, to do yes. that we need to we need to like encourage uh, education, encourage education yeah. again and <laughs> reading knew that for reading was great. seriously it's yeah. awesome it's such a great it's such a great uh, core concept to have that character the fact that they're exploring it in this way to have the most cynical uh, skeptical character mm-hmm. be the one who eventually ha- is going to be the sorcerer from a narrative standpoint I love that the education is the forefront and that the everyman becomes the not everyman so we yeah. as yeah. a viewer are, are attached because yeah. you always attach the everyman that's how sure. comedy works or narrative structure sure. works so the fact that we we have a, someone who's skeptical because we too would be skeptical of magic become the magician is, yeah. is beautiful I love yeah. that from a standpoint of, of storytelling so so you know how like when like you know like uh, when we saw the trailer and how like my favorite part of the trailer the teaser was teach me mm-hmm. I saw everything that yeah. led to him saying teach me yeah. like that whole magical mystical that tour scene, that they yeah. called it that's where I almost started crying. Yeah. Like, I was like, that's gorgeous. Because, mm-hmm. like, so she does that to him. He zips out of the hall through the sky. He can see all of Kamartaj below him, then Tibet, then mountains, then Earth. And then he's in space and a butterfly flutters by him. Then he, like, arcs <laughs> back down. And as he arcs back down into the atmosphere, instead of bursting into flames, he passes into another dimension where yeah. he's, like, all these different shades of different colors. Like, it's his body, but he's red, blue, green, yellow. Like, he's the entire spectrum of light. Then he disintegrates and he passes through, like, a couple other, like, weird mm-hmm. dimensions. And then, boom, he lands on the floor in front of her and he just looks up and he goes, Teach me. And you're just like, Yeah! Teach him! <laughs> Teach him now! I love that they're only showing us the, uh, the yeah. inception-y stuff. I love that yeah. they're only showing us the stuff we've already seen in other yes. formats. Therefore, when we go into this movie, it will be groundbreaking. Because yeah. I am bummed I couldn't make it to Comic-Con, but I love the fact that I'm going to go into Doctor Strange knowing I'll experience new worlds. Yeah. That's so exciting to me. Yeah. So uh, from there, you, you got one more scene. She go, He goes, teach me. Then it fades to a scene of Benedict Cumberbatch walking into a library mm-hmm. where Wong is like looking over all the books. And uh, he goes... Um, Wong like basically threatens him. He goes, "If you steal, if you take any of these books and fail to return them, I will find you and I will kill you." <laughs> and he goes, "So what's the fee for like a late book?" Yeah. <laughs> like and like he ends up being kind of funny, and then he says something like, "And your name is Wong, right?" And he goes, "Yes." And he goes, "Like, is there any other part of that?" And he goes, kind of like looks at him like, "What are you talking about?" He goes, "So your name is like Adele." Yeah. <laughs> or Aristotle or Madonna. That's a or great like way to keep them funny. Bono, Bono, funny. Yeah, yeah. Cher. Seal. And like Wong is just like stone faced, never reacts. No. And he goes, huh, people used to think I was funny. And then he goes, 
uh, how did that work for you? And goes, <laughs> so like you can see like there's like their dynamic area. There's dick. humor in there. I like, love it. It's That's so good. Great. It's great. I love it. Uh, and then you got to the trailer. Well, real quick, I talked. I had a chance to talk to Benedict Wong, and oh, he was so God. gracious to talk oh, to God. me That's for a quick so second. Right. Yes, I asked names. him. Um, I asked uh, Benedict. I said, "What uh, What are you most excited about? People seeing about your character." And then what um, what was it like sort of being that drill sergeant? Because he keeps saying that in press, like his mm-hmm. character's a drill sergeant. I'm like, how how fun was it to be yelling at Benedict Cumberbatch? And he, he basically said that he can't wait to for people to see this version of the character and how it's kind of different from, from what exists before. His his role, and he just laid it out to me, is, is someone who is in charge of artifacts. Mm-hmm. He's sort of less concerned with Stephen Strange, even though hmm. this is a guy who, like they hmm. say in the trailer, he's talented. Um, and you know, and he goes, but is it enough? He's kind of not concerned with him. He's more concerned with being in charge of certain artifacts and mm-hmm. also getting the right group of people together for some sort of a threat that's going to come in at the end. That's a great way to have that character not be a servant. That's, that's really yeah. So, that's kind of what he said. Um, and uh, I told him, "You're such a great actor. I can't wait to see you in this." <laughs> and he he was just like so cool and so chill and like uh, he's that's awesome. So awesome. That's great. That's yeah. really good to hear. I love that approach to the character. That's great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so <laughs> let's uh, let's talk about the trailer just as, as fast as we can. <laughs> um, one of the things that caught me by surprise uh, was the Ancient One talking to Doctor Strange. She says, "I've spent so many years peering through time looking for you." Mm-hmm. Now it's it's completely obvious that that's just a ploy from. Uh, the trailer, mm-hmm. uh, and that she's actually talking to Mads Mikkelsen at some point, or like, and mm-hmm. like you get like an origin. I don't know. I'm guessing though that she's saying that to Doctor Strange, and I'm guessing that she's saying that because she sees a power in him that he's going to be able to take over as a Sorcerer Supreme, because that's how it happens in the comics. Yeah. I and I, like I said, I think that's the complication that happens between him and Mordo. Sure. That sets Mordo off. Mm-hmm. on his to the dark completely side. different path yeah to the darker mm-hmm. side to be like no but I should be the ancient one you're not strong enough right. to do it I am you know I think that's the split uh, but she says peering through time and I know that this film has a lot well I don't know that but like I've heard that time is played with in this film in some ways cool uh, the rumor is that maybe the time gem or the time stone is involved in it in some that way makes sense we, we don't have it yet yeah so I think that maybe like she's like being for real like Maybe she kind of exists out of time, and that's why mm-hmm. she's an, the ancient one. Because she's like in the book, she's like five, six hundred years old. Right. So maybe she is kind of she exists at, like once you attain sorcerer supremendom, the ancient <laughs> onedness. Uh, Technical terms. Yeah. Um, maybe like you in this universe, like you exist, you all of a sudden exist outside of time, mm-hmm. and you can kind of peer down into like early 21st century or here or here and she's looking for specific qualities and people to take over that mantle when she goes away so she can train a replacement cool i don't know like i have no idea that's just a theory that i have kind of going yeah i love that that, you know but like just that one simple line i was like oh interesting okay you know um i mean what do you guys think about that like anything i think the time jam is something that would make sense to put in there i just hope it's not the eye of agamotto um i've always been worried about that because i don't want yeah. marvel to do too much of the this character this gem thing uh yeah. because that cheapens the character in a way uh yeah. for me and because I, I like the amazing spider-man thing where it's like every villain comes from oscorp i don't want every yeah. hero to come with but other than that i really love the idea of being able to have the 60s influence the character because it does mm-hmm. and like have the current day be 
the the modern doctor mythology like we were talking about before is what I love about the character so if we yeah. can have both the love of the 60s and modern that'd be great and with mm-hmm. the time gym we could mm-hmm. I'm just so glad they're doing an origin story for that reason because he's so dense of a character it, yes yeah. but, and it's and, and there's no better way to get people into this magical world than to have that cynical you know um, uh, guy who isn't, isn't doesn't believe the world of magic if they had just done a Doctor Strange movie and they and Marvel had done what fans are always kind of asking for which is like just skip the origin we're sick of him yeah, just give him. us a movie where he's Doctor Strange Mm-hmm. It would be a character you cannot connect with yeah. because he would just be above it all. It'd be yeah. a universe we couldn't connect with. They yeah. couldn't go cosmic henceforth. Yeah. They couldn't yeah. go magic because we wouldn't have, like I was saying, yeah. that the narrative to follow someone who's cynical into magic will bring us with him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, I loved all the inception stuff. It was the coolest. The last oh, shot of the trailer the is just like the four different... Which, like, that, oh, there's, there's so that, many. And then there's, there's so much going on. Then in there's that. the humor yeah. With, yeah. The, with the Wi-Fi password, mm-hmm. Shambhala, which is brilliant. And yeah. then there's even the shot after that where Strange is just like fighting like fire or something with his and the foreground like uh yeah you know the, the, the magic the, shield the, the hex in front of yes. him yes like, oh my god yes the way that they showed magic is exactly what i wanted yeah mm-hmm. like like the runes appearing in front yeah. of him and like there's one shot like this one i love uh there's another one doom i don't know if you can find it very quickly but there's another one where like, you can see a kind of a, re- a different angle to this where you can see the magic is actually kind of like locked up his arm right? oh that's amazing a little bit um it's like the way that they show magic, it, like yeah. him reading the book and like yeah. the fractals appearing in front of him, like I like the teleporting. It's great. And what's what's so funny to me is that I know Doctor Strange very well. Like mm-hmm. I like he's my guy. He's my character. I still don't have a full clue of what's going on in this yeah. film. That is one of the things I like most about the trailer is the fact that I still am going into this movie not knowing too much when it comes out in November. Yeah. We're not likely to see a lot more footage until TV spots and I always sure. avoid TV and spots. And I'll avoid the TV yeah. spots. So the fact that yeah. this trailer is one of its last trailers, probably second to last, and I still don't know what's happening is yeah. amazing to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, yeah, the other thing, did you guys notice the uh, the little Avengers Tower Easter egg? Oh, no. No, was it when, in the, when things are getting folded? Uh, in? It's when things are folding in on themselves, and there's like that hole in the middle of the city. Yeah. And you can kind of see like at the cusp of the hole is it's, Avengers Tower. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Yeah. That's so Great. good. Yeah. So this, uh, uh, sneaky, sneaky. What's that, Doom? This guy right here? In this photo? Uh, no, I, I, I think well, the wide I, is he talking about. The, the, the kind of wide uh, bird's eye view of the city. Um, you can see Avengers Tower in it. Uh, I think it's, I'm pretty sure it's... Yeah, this one. Yeah, um, but after it gets folded Yeah, it's kind in. of like right at the sure. cusp of... I that mean, it's, it's hard to see it here. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's but, really cool. But yeah, like I'll try to... like I'll, I'll post all of this stuff on Geek Girl Authority later yeah. this afternoon. I had so much... Like this was such a big show, I haven't had time to post any of it on, on Geek Girl Authority. But It was just Comic-Con. Yeah. It's Tuesday. <sighs> exactly. But for those of you who are uh, watching... There it is. Yeah, you see it? It's like right cool. at the cusp of the oh, hole going so in. Yeah. Uh, but for those of you watching and who want these links or want better pictures, or uh, for those of you listening who don't have who don't can't see us right now, this will all be on geekgirlauthority.com uh, later this afternoon. Um, so now, strange. Go back to the tilting streets uh, shot that you showed previously. Previously, I want to I want to point something out that I noticed that I thought was interesting uh, there uh, to everyone. Uh, the tilting streets are only affecting Doctor Strange and Mordo. Yeah, that's what I love. Mm-hmm. Like, I love that. Perspective, yeah. true perspective. Mm-hmm. Because, like, everyone else that's walking is just regular on the street. I love the big shot, the Nothing's cars. going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was yeah. amazing. The cars Nothing, just live in their lives. Yeah, like, no, like this is all, like, Doctor Strange somewhere behind the fabric of reality. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things about the character that I love is that, like, uh, Jason Aaron's run yeah. of Doctor Strange, that first issue, 
does it so well. Like he's, that's the thing about him that I he's love. He's walking around New York, and there are like uh, other dimensional parasites sucking yeah. on people. Yeah, and they don't and see it, they can, don't and it. they don't see it, and they don't feel it, and he can just see it. He can be like, "Oh, this is so annoying." And he's fighting. Yeah, demons and he's fighting. And he's, yeah, he's fighting this demon out of a little kid's body. And, and stuff. I love and, that from like a, just a person's standpoint. Like when you get sick, or when you're yeah. like you have that weird chill in the back of your yeah. neck, or like any of that. Just the idea of that being yeah. a, a magic Doctor parasite. Yeah. Like, oh, it's another demon. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, it's another beast. Get it out of here. When stories affect you in your day to day life after you leave the theater, those are the stories. When yeah. you're affected as a person, that's amazing. And, yeah. and like from a from a we were talking about the perspective standpoint. When before we saw any of this, I kept saying that I wanted to be like an acid dream. The idea that like when you're altered and you're hallucinating, that's the reality they live stuff. in. You, you can, see, yeah. and other people are just living their lives normally. Like yeah. that. If we can encapsulate that while in this film, that's going to be amazing. And yeah. I think we will. Yeah, yeah. Like in, in the in the the first issue, he said he has a line something like. So the next time you see a person on the side of the street that you think is crazy, mm-hmm. they may be a sorcerer praying for your safety. Yeah, that's amazing. Like, pray, that's like so cool. trying to save yep. you, and it's just like, oh my god, that's exactly that's yeah. the Doctor Strange that I what love. If and that's, god was one of us, uh, and I think that's what's going on there. Like all these realities are folding in on each other. I don't know why. I don't know what the plan is that Cacilius or Cacilius is after, but. I know that Doctor Strange and Mordo and the Masters of the Mystic Arts are the only ones that can Speaking feel of Cassilius, yeah. Mads Mikkelsen. I talked to Mads Mikkelsen. Yeah, you lucky The dude lucky is man. awesome and intense. And I asked him, Marvel's probably been trying to lock you down for a while now. Why Doctor Strange? And he said that the reason was because somebody explained to him that it would be Kung Fu. It's mystical Kung Fu. Mm-hmm. And he loves Kung Fu. <laughs> Matt awesome. Mickelson loves Kung That's Fu. He was like, he was like when I was a kid, I wanted to be Bruce Lee. I'm like, what? That's amazing. <laughs> That's awesome. And he said that it's it's it, the way that you, he goes, you saw me in the trailer, the way I'm using my hands and things. I'm like, yeah, yeah. He goes, you know, there, it's just kind of like a... It's more than that, but that's sort of where it yeah. comes from. It's it's not really physical kung fu, but that's that kind of thing. You see him jumping around and sure. doing different things. And then I asked him what his favorite Bruce Lee movie was, and he goes, "I love them all, but I love his unfinished movie uh, Game of Death." And then that was really cool just to hear from Mads. Yeah, Mads. that's a really cool <laughs> Hannibal so himself. Awesome. Kung fu yeah. interpreting into magic is a yes. really cool perspective for and an actor. So, to have. so I asked him like, "Did you like what like what kind of fight stuff did you guys do? Like, was that fun?" He goes, "I did really interesting and difficult wire work that was the most challenging thing physically because if you didn't do it a certain way, uh, it wasn't regular wire work. It was like some other kind of wire sure. work, is what he said that you could hurt yourself. And then and then he also said, but by that same token, like that was the most fun thing that he did while shooting the movie is kind mm. of getting to jump <sighs> so around. And awesome. stuff. This thing is gonna blow people." So Mines. cool. Yeah. Love it. I'm really uh, excited to have a movie be original to the level that I feel... I think this is going to be like when we first saw The Matrix, when it was like, yeah, oh, uh, stuff we've never seen before. Like, yeah. I, I'm excited to have a movie really... And Inception, it, it, this has flavors yeah. of that, certainly, but like I said, the fact they're not showing the new stuff is exciting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now, going back to the time thing, there was also that moment in um, the trailer uh, where you see Strange like fighting, I think probably uh, uh, Cassilius on the street, mm-hmm. and it's kind of pulling back really far, and you see the buildings that have just been destroyed, like f- 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 kind of fixing themselves. Yes. it's again like it's a thing of time, like being reversed. So right. I really do think one of the big things in this is Cassilius is trying to maybe deal with time or play with time or something I hadn't like thought that. About like, that yet. Yeah, I saw him doing that, and I saw people tweeting about. It's great that he's using magic not to destroy or to like save the, but like, but to rebuild something. Yeah. To reverse some sort of destruction is what Doctor Strange is doing, which yeah. is really, because he's a protector of yeah. this realm. He's not like this active, like, I'm going to go into other dimensions and F mm-hmm. stuff up. Like, he's the one who's yeah. fixing things here. 
Yeah, he's the one who protects and keeps. That's a that's yeah. a good way to put it. Yeah, yeah. That's a, and that's exactly his role. Can, um, I, can I ask you guys? Uh, please do. This was a discussion in the last couple of weeks. Is it Kekelius or Cassilius? Somebody must have said it out loud. Nope. During all of the con. During no all of the, I was, I, was, I was listening as hard as I could, <laughs> the entire panel, for someone to say his name. Even uh, even um, Chris Hardwick, who was like yeah. moderating the saying, he goes, uh, now Matt, you're a character. Yes. I was like, no, say it, say it, say the name. You, you know funny. what I, I did enjoy was that uh, during the Wonder Woman panel, if I could talk about DC Comics Warner Brothers for a second, Patty Jenkins was saying Gal Gadot, not Gal Gadot. And apparently mm-hmm. I've there have been, Gado, right? yeah, that's what I thought too. But then we've had people that are Gal Gadot. Is she? She's Israeli. Mm-hmm. So I had, apparently Israeli people were saying no, it's Gadot. Interesting. But then I'm like, sure. But Patty Jenkins said Gadot, and Gal did not correct her. And I've always said Gadot, so, so I'm glad. To... I'm going to keep calling her yeah. Gal Gadot. But thank you. So hopefully yeah. we get that with briefly uh, on the tangent. Wonder Woman trailer. My yeah. God. Oh my God. God. Yeah. For, for the record, she cleared it up on Jimmy Kimmel. It's Gadot. Oh. It is Gadot. What? She's always Gal Gadot. Google in my heart. Jimmy Kimmel Gal Gadot, and right, well, she, uh, she better, clears it up. She better for tell us. her boss, Patty Jenkins, she's been doing it wrong. Send me, <laughs> send me that link. Send me that link. Send uh, me that link. So uh, I also wanted to point out very quickly. I know we're running out of time on this one, but uh, the cloak of levitation. How cool was that moment? So, like when I like Baller. I. I like There's actually a pee coming out of me right now. <laughs> there is. I I played around with a Doctor Strange like spec script like three years ago. I was like, you know what? I I'm like I know that the film's coming. I'm just gonna I'm gonna have fun Why with not? writing one. Yeah. And one of the moments that I had was him at the very end of the movie finally earning the cloak of levitation. Mm-hmm. So when I saw this part, I was like, <gasps> I wonder if they reached into my mind and did that because you also <laughs> have that moment where he's looking at it. Like they're they they're, yeah. they're in that part yeah. in the trailer where they say something like. Uh, he's very powerful, but is he ready? You know, like that whole trope. He walks by the, yeah. And you see him like staring at like the cloak of levitation, just sort of like, hey, mm-hmm. what's up? I'm the cloak of levitation. Uh, then you see that moment at the very end where he's just like, all right. It's my it's time. It. And it just like floats around him. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's the best. Uh, so good. Uh, also, uh, just a couple other things. Uh, forgive me uh, or indulge me. The three, did you see the three windows? The three separate windows. So you know that part where he walks up and opens up a window and looks out at the rolling ocean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you look very briefly before that, there's a window with a rolling ocean, but there's a window over here with trees, and there's a window over here with mountains. Ah. And it's like he's got three separate windows. Yeah, Yeah. see it? Go back. There it is. Oh, that's awesome. And like, it's like, is he in the sanctum? Is he like in Kamartaj? Like... Are those windows two specific places? And if oh, they are, this, what are those specific places? Movies are such a great medium for this character that I never would have thought of for some reason. Yeah. Like I just, I have always thought the comics were perfect for Doctor Strange, but now that like the way technology is today, that's an image. Like what? Yeah, I, I just. It's and perfect. then like he opens the window and looks like rolling waves, and it's just like, oh, of course, of course, of course, that's so awesome. Uh, I'm gonna see this in IMAX. Ten cannot times. wait. And then there's uh, the also one last thing. You see Strange on an operating table, and he's in his like mystical garb. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Rachel McAdams' character, uh, mm-hmm. who we we had confirmation that she is Christine, the, Christine Palmer, Christine Palmer, yeah, one you. of the night nurses, one of the night nurses. But you see him on the table Claire there, Temple. and she's like watching yeah. over him, and the lights are going off. So you know that the world is actually being affected in some way here. Yes. Um, and it's not just like in the other dimension; Very like cool. it's starting to leak through. That gave me a little bit of uh, Doctor Strange: The Oath vibes. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, where he goes to Night Nurse. Yeah, where she sort of journeys along with him because he's yeah. hurt and he has to continue doing his job. Love yeah. that. Yeah, and in the panel, she confirmed that they 
have sort of like a romantic past and things mm-hmm. kind of fell apart, but she also acknowledges that he's like one of the most talented surgeons in the world. She wants him to work with him, which is kind of uh, from the cartoon a bit where mm-hmm. uh, the night nurse there, one of the nurses, I, I don't think it was one of the night mm-hmm. nurses, but a doctor there really wants him to work in the children's ward and he yeah. refuses because it's not as much money. It'd be great if there was a Rosario Dawson cameo playing a character from Daredevil. So awesome. or, or at the very least by. if she just says, yeah, my friend Claire Temple works yeah. downtown or something like that. Her friend Claire's dealt with some people like you. Yeah, yeah yes. something like that. Uh, so, uh, Doom, did you, uh, did you get the email where I sent you some uh, personal <laughs> pictures from the weekend, right? Oh my god. She's um, such a perfect can you like, show, Nick Fury for the Netflix world. Uh, the close-up <laughs> right. of the Doctor. So Ooh. I got. So can I just tell you? I went to the Marvel stage, and I know one of the guys that works there. A guy named Blake Garris, uh, awesome guy, super good guy, works at Marvel. Uh, he let me get on stage, like close enough to take that picture, and he Ooh. said, and he was like, "If you sneak a touch or two, it's okay." Dude, did you got the touch. Just, so like, I, I barely, I barely just touched. Oh. But, <laughs> But yeah, did you feel the energy? I did. I, did. I can't I did. imagine what that would be like. That's actually Matt. what happened to Matt's facial hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. yeah. gone. I yeah. can't imagine what it'd be like for me to touch the Deadpool costume. So I actually can't quantify can't. the level of excitement for I'm you. I'm so happy so, for you, man. That's Thank amazing. You. Thank you. So can you? So Doom, go back to the Eye of Agamotto real quick, if you don't mind. Can you zoom in on that at all? I just want to. I want everyone to yeah. be able to see the detail One of this. Uh, it's incredible. What like the detail of this thing? Look, you wow. can see like runes etched into it. You can see like even like the seal of the Vishanti itself has other little bitty things drawn into yeah. it, like other sigils. Like, and you can it looks like the eye opens up at one point. Yo, it oh, will. That's so cool. Oh, like, for sure. Well, that's so, a, that'll be a moment. Yeah, yeah. God, so, that's I'm all about. I'm all about it. It looks like you could Da Vinci code. Oh like, yeah, yeah. That it looks so complex and I, but so ancient at the same time. Once again, back to the studying and reading and knowledge being the most powerful thing. I love the idea that we could spend an entire movie just deciphering yeah. the Eye of Agamemnon. Yeah, like there's so much history just there. Now, uh, Doom, can you do me a favor? There's another one. There's a close up of the thing on his belt. And I have a theory that my that I developed with show, friend of the show Jack Conway mm-hmm. while, while we were looking <gasps> that thing. What is that thing? I oh, don't know what uh, that thing is. Those are mystical brass knuckles, man. Yep, that's definitely a, mystical brass knuckles. Because yeah, the ancient 100%. one also has them on her belt. So mm. it's a tool. Let's take a look. It's a tool of some sort. Now, here's oh. here's my theory. <laughs> it's you just know a how... belt buckle, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Relax. It's just a, like, a, his pants up, it's like an ancient Tibetan belt buckle. Yeah, calm down, Matt. Calm, 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 everything calm is something. Down. But maybe everything is something. But maybe everything. He's... I think it's this. I think you put it in your fingers here. Because look, you could... Uh, and I think maybe it helps to keep training. your fingers here. It's a training thing, maybe. Uh, what a funky idea. For people that can't yeah, do... I... The, the symbols. Yeah, so I think... You've got to get one of those for Spider-Man, <laughs> to Peter Parker in, in Queens. I, I think it's a mystical web singer. That'll help him out. That's, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, that's a really cool nah, you're, right. Jack, you're actually right. It is a yeah, thing. All right. Come on. Jack, Jack and I came up with that theory ourselves. Wow. Now, show one last picture. I have a quick story that I want to tell. That Show the puppets. So there was a lady there who made a Doctor Strange and Baron Mordo puppets. And I talked to her for 10, like 10 minutes. Wow. She was amazing. She had let me play with both of them. I did like a stupid little video. Hori Hosef Hoggett. You know who that lady was? Hmm. The wife to Peter David. <laughs> Get out of no, here. I'm, like her that name is, was Kathleen David. She was so super cool. chill, super really cool, cool, very nice. She was talking about, uh, like, she didn't talk about it at all. And at the very end, I was like, by the way, I've never, thank you so much for the puppets. I'm Matt Key. This is so nice to meet you. What's your name? She, Kathleen David. She goes, you've probably heard of my husband, Peter David. I was like, you should have led yeah. with that. He's like a top 10 writer for me. Yeah, like, I'm glad that incredible. she didn't because she no, got to, so she cool, got to right? know, she, you were like nice to her. 
without you knowing that. Yeah. So she was probably just like, oh, this guy's really cool. I'm going to yeah. keep talking to him. So yeah. uh, all you Mary Marvelites, find Peter David on Twitter and tweet at him that his wife is awesome. Okay. <laughs> That's like, amazing. Because she, she was legit very cool. So, Make some great all right, puppets. let's. Um, wow. I think we probably should leave. Like, I have a couple other things here to talk about with Doctor Strange, but I think it's time to give you guys. We could do the whole show. Spider- we could, exactly. We could. Now exactly. that I mean, so now that it's going to give us Spider Man. Oh, that we appreciate the yeah. Spider Man. Yeah, I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you a Spider Man in a couple minutes. Uh, Scott Derrickson did say uh, he thinks that this is the beginning of the Marvel Cinematic Multiverse. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think that's where Phase Four could eventually lead, even maybe, and how we'll maybe start to answer how we get a different Captain America or whatever else. Oh, that's interesting. Um, mm-hmm. Well, we're going to get Spider-Man 2099. Oh, you know what I'm saying? We're going to get... That would be so amazing. We're going to get uh, things like a House of M movie. We're right. going to get... Yeah. We're going to get all, the, all, those, all of those famous alternate universes... Uh, because like X Men Apocalypse was not Age of Apocalypse. They could they could yeah. do a movie where like what if Ultron took over? They're, they're basically going to do yeah. Marvel What If. They can make yeah. What Ifs as, and annuals. They can make annuals yeah. as films now, which yeah. is a great uh, way to just yeah. And and if the rumors end up being true about Fox and Marvel talking and being yeah. stop it, stop it, don't even say it. He did the whole. This just in. Matt Key confirms. I oh, know you what think, you're doing. You think they're going to keep the Fox Marvel movies a separate dimension that they cross over to with Marvel Studios? Oh, I have no. Universe? I have no idea. That's a great way to keep licensing no. weirdly separate. They'd be no. so like, we're going right, well, to this pool. Let's let's move Don't on to. Uh, let's very briefly talk about Captain Marvel. Because yes. there's nothing to say except that Brie except, Larson was yes. cast and it's confirmed awesome. and we agree. Awesome. And it was 100%. a great way to do it. Like I, I, yes. I, For the last like month, I've been saying, no, they're going to announce. I swear to you, they're going to announce Captain Marvel. They have to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They just have to because it goes into production next year. Yeah. Right. This is the time to do it. So do it. Like, family do it, photo. You know? Done. So they do the family beautiful. photo. Uh, hey, everyone, come out on stage. And then they go, like uh, Kevin Feige says... Uh, you know what? By the way, if we're doing the entire family photo, we should have the newest member and I the entire audience is like, it's Captain Marvel, it's Captain Marvel, it's Captain Marvel. And I looked at Brittany and go, I swear to God, they're bringing out Brie Larson right now. And as soon as I said that, Brie Larson is Captain Marvel. She comes running out. Place loses their, their, she, their minds. She tweeted that picture. She has been tweeting a bunch of like Instagramming like uh, pictures of Captain Marvel, of little girls who are dressed up like Captain Marvel. She's like, this is my inspiration, oh, which is awesome. So cool. Somebody took a picture of her in that beautiful dress she was wearing, which I think was a red dress, up on the stage when she took the photo. Yeah. And they photoshopped blue into it and then like a star on her chest and she was like this is awesome thank you oh like, my gosh she seems stoked about it yeah she seems like really into it and we also have yeah. our first look at the the captain Mar- uh, captain the logo. marvel logo yeah Great. and it's dead on hey, yeah if there was ever anything to stop the blunt train it's brie larson's captain marvel. yeah i officially uh, oscar so- winner Oscar winner and just, Brie Larson she's been playing Captain so Marvel long. Yeah. for like ten years. I've loved Brie Larson, and yeah. now she's in the Marvel universe. I fell in love with her when she was on Community. Yeah, I she was all from like girlfriend Twenty One Jump Street. She's in Twenty One Jump Street. Is she she's really? great in that. Oh. Yeah, she's so great. Scott right. Pilgrim was my. Uh, was she in Scott Pilgrim? Person. Yeah, she was. Uh, she was the ex girlfriend, Scott's ex. Uh, oh uh, wow! Uh, I'm gonna have to go back and watch that again. The singer, with yeah, Brandon Ralph. Yep, yep, yep. All right, let's move on to. We're we're on board. We're on board. That's all we're saying. We're on board. Uh, Black Panther. The full oh. cast is revealed. This is incredible. I talked to Ryan Coogler. Oh, stop it! And oh, I talked come on. to Michael B. Jordan. You talked to Michael B. Jordan? And I asked a question to Lupita Nyong'o. Dude. Which Lupita... Lupita... Talk to us, man. Do they Tell all us all glow about it. just glory like Lupita, they seem to? Uh, gosh, I have to apologize to my girlfriend. Uh, Lupita <laughs> is... Like, out of everybody there, my cameraman was, like, crushing on Zoe Saldana. She was in the room, and we didn't get a chance to talk to her. Some of the most incredibly attractive people, period, are walking up and down this little press room. But Lupita Nyong'o is legitimately, like, movie star. She just had this, this, such this beautiful aura. She was so lovely, (laughs) so gorgeous. Like, and I was, like, this close to her. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, she's so... 
Amazing. Then I asked her a question, which she did answer on the panel, which is, what are you most looking forward to uh, when you start filming this movie? And she said, I'm looking forward to kicking ass, is what she said. Because <laughs> oh, of her role. That's because of so her role. Awesome. I talked to Michael B. Jordan and I said, dude, I'm so happy for you for this. You've, you, you, I told him, you guys did it. You and Coogler for Creed stepping into this Rocky legacy. How are you guys feeling with this, with this incredibly iconic character stepping into this world and this role uh, and setting up this movie and, and the sort of excitement that people are feeling for this hero that we need now more than ever? And he was just like, he was like, we're so excited. Like, we're going to do this big. This is going to be awesome. Oh, that's so um, cool. Uh, I w- it, it, was, it was crazy. And then I talked to Kugler himself, and I said, because I had a chance to interview the co-writer of Creed, Aaron Covington. The, him, and, oh. and, him and Aaron wrote, Kugler and Aaron Covington wrote Creed together. Mm-hmm. They came up together. They went to college together. Aaron Covington, like, does improv uh, here in L.A., which is how I know him. And I got a chance to interview him. That's and, so cool. Uh, you so I told improv? Him, I didn't know you did improv. Yeah, that's I awesome. told him, I, I know Cov. And he's like, oh, you know, Cov, he's here. He's somewhere around here. I was like, that's awesome. But I asked him, what is it like to see little kids of all colors dress up like Black Panther? Yeah. Because there's these great images where Chadwick Boseman is retweeting these like little white kids, and you can only tell they're white because their hands and their feet are exposed. <laughs> and this costume, they they come around the corner, and their dad's filming them, and they zoom in, and they're like, the dad's like, who are you? And the kid is just like, Black Panther. Like he's so excited. <laughs> That's this little so white kid, cool. which is the most beautiful thing. And I asked him that, and he goes, he goes, you know, it's Ryan Coogler's doing that. Cool, you know, he's like, you know, it's just crazy. You know, it's like so exciting. It's like, but you know, I was, I was also like, I feel a lot of pressure. You know what I'm saying? Like, we want to do this right. Like, we want to make sure that every, we we do it right. And there's just like a lot to live up to. And we're so we're so honored and crazy excited that the people are like into it and this much. And like you said, he came out and just everybody loved him. He showed so much love. They didn't show any footage. They didn't show any anything. They just announced who these actors were playing. Yeah, that's they, all they you needed. Know, that's why it's the so actors good. haven't even read the script yet. Coogler's because it's not done yet. It. He's not. He, on it. He's barely telling Michael B. Jordan like what his character right. is going to be, Eric uh, Killmonger, and um, um, yeah, they're just kind of there to announce stuff. But Coogler said next year he's going to be bringing more stuff. The fact that we like yeah. have the—I I was talking about this at work the other day. That we have Spider-Man with the most amazing, yeah. diverse cast I've maybe ever seen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've got Black Panther, which is finally like an, a full cast of ninety-five percent African American or black actors, which yeah. is incredible. And and just the idea that like Marvel, what Marvel does is they expose actors to the masses. They expose yes. like they they make actors movie stars. They expose yeah. them to what it's like to do that. So we're actually going to have a wave. Of amazing, diverse actors and, becoming A-list stars. And they're yeah. going after... I feel like Kevin Feige loved Creed because he went after everybody, everybody in yeah. that movie. So that's just yeah. alone. Everybody. Yeah. But like Michael B. Jordan's a household name. Chadwick Boseman is now a household name. Right. Lupita Nyong'o's a household name. But they announced Danae... And I forget her last name. How you pronounce it? Uh, from The Walking Dead, who plays Michonne. There she is. Uh, yeah. There she is. Dan- uh, Danae Guerrera. Danae Guerrera, who is playing the head of the Dora uh, Milaje. And what's mm-hmm. amazing is that like Lupita, we, we knew, was mm-hmm. like rumored... My Michael B. Jordan was rumored. Mm-hmm. I never heard Danae rumored no, I know. at all. And I like, know. not only is she in it, she's the leader of the Dora Milahi. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. what? Because part she... of us always assumed that was going to be Lapita. Yeah, and, and I'm so glad that like we have so much. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, what were you going to say, Doom? Oh, I wasn't saying anything. I just oh, I thought I thought I heard you say something. It's but but to, to go off of Corey's point, like Marvel is going to going to help Danae become a household name. Yeah, right. and I feel the same about. 
I fell in love with, and we'll get to it when we talk about it, Mike Coulter is Luke Cage. I know yeah. Mike Coulter now. I was at yeah. the Luke Cage panel, and the rest of that gorgeous panel, yeah. they're all so incredibly attractive. The actress who plays Misty Knight, and yeah, like, the guy from House of Cards who's playing the villain, um, they're all going to become household names. And yeah. then I will know them the same way that I now know Charlie Cox is Daredevil, yeah. you know, um, yeah. uh, uh, oh my God, I'm blanking on it. Jessica Jones mm-hmm. is a Kristen Ritter. Kristen Ritter. Right, they're all house, they're like, they're yeah. names now. Yeah. You know, the- Finn Jones is Danny Rand. Like, I know these guys. So I'm going to know the casts. Marshall Ali, the guy who's in Luke Cage from, yes. uh, from he uh, is friends with my acting coach and he came in once and just spoke about acting and was just like talking about acting. And the dude's presence yeah. is just so powerful that you're just like, Ugh. I don't know what you're going to do, but it's going to be huge. And now yeah. that he's in Marvel along with this incredible cast, it's just, so great. I'm just so happy we're going that direction and that Marvel's taking these, not even chances, just for, like pushing it forward. He's yeah. They're yeah. making it happen. And well, I'm and so they're, excited. They're very confidently saying, like, I mean, yes, we want star power, of course, and we want like recognizability, like with like characters like you know Doctor Strange. That's sure. why we need Benedict. But they're focusing on talent. But they're focusing on the talent. Talent like, is what matters most, yeah. and that's how these movies are turning out so well. And mm-hmm. Michael B. Jordan has been underrated since Friday Night Lights. Yeah, the fact yeah. that he's like the villain is perfect. Like yeah. I'm the head to head between him yeah. and Chadwick Bosman. It's gonna be insane. Yeah. My buddy uh, Augustine on Superhero News has been saying he believes that this is gonna be the first Marvel Studios movie movie that could get nominated for an Oscar. No joke. Black Coming, Panther? Com- I can see Black that. Panther yeah. coming off of yeah. Coogler's Fruitvale Station and then yeah. Creed, Creed, which Creed got robbed. Creed got Creed some nominations. Totally right. like, it got robbed in like, every way. Oh my gosh. So so he's saying that and I'm like, I'm getting chills. I'm like, yeah, this could be the movie yeah. that the script could be that good. The directing could be that good. The acting yeah. is going to be that good. Like, yeah. This could be it. Yeah. I'm, I'm just very proud of like, I... We do Marvel movie news. I I am very proud of Marvel because I feel like it's part of me. Like I, yeah. this is, I'm so involved and invested. I'm just proud that this is the studio that's like, hey, this has to happen. It's happening now. We're not going to wait. Uh, and there was a uh, to briefly die a tangent. There was a, uh, a a comment on our YouTube last week that was upset about them casting other ethnicities from Spider Man and changing the ethnicities for characters. Oh, great! And, I love that question. And well, dude, and I I, I it's tricky because I'm I'm a white dude and I've been oh, a white sure. dude my whole life and I'll never not be a white dude. Mm-hmm. But I was like, guy, the '60s and '70s they wrote all white characters because that was the culture then. Exactly. Why be on the wrong side of history forever? It's, Why it's, intentionally? It's Why it's intentionally Men. make yourself? pigeonholed and stupid like if you you want to be a fan of our show I love all of our fans and please keep watching but he was saying we're pandering for views and clicks and I've never been more upset at a comment because it just felt so wrong at a personal core level and I want us to move forward as a culture so if you're if you're watching our show be on the right side of history and things are going the right direction let's accelerate it and let's make this the next bottom bottom line is if the Marvel Universe didn't exist if all these comic book stories didn't exist and they made them today in Mm -hmm. 2016 and you were like you told me that Peter Parker was a kid from Queens and you go to Queens and make a movie that's what that movie's going to look and like that's yeah. why it's you know perfect I mean? that whole yeah. cast is beautiful that's why it's perfect so I think that I think that there's a lot of um, there's a lot of deep seated uh, reluctance and frustration the thing is is that when you are the sort of majority okay when you're the majority when you're a straight white dude in the United States and around the world really and you have everything in terms of media uh, for you, and mm-hmm. it's and you're always sort of the hero and all that kind of thing. When you are then, um, when when you are asked to share, it's going to seem like it is um, imposing or like it is uh, 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 oppression. Mm-hmm. But it's not oppression. It's just that the people in power are finally finally being asked to share. Right. It's, you know, to to do something to, to to be something like pro black or pro black panther does not mean you're anti white. Right. It means yeah. you're 
pro-black. Well, like, the coolest you know. thing for me was the Spider-Man, how everyone was excited for Miles Morales to a level that we, we people were like, we'll get Miles instead of Peter Parker. Do you remember when Miles Morales came out like 10 years ago? But he was like, yeah. what are you doing changing Peter? That's so cool. Like, the fact that we've evolved that quickly. Yeah. And if movies can do that, yeah. and this Black Panther cast being as good as it is, everyone mm-hmm. in this cast is Oscar-worthy. Everyone in this cast yeah. is powerful, has a presence, is beautiful, is talented. That plus Spider-Man... Marvel. Yeah. You know what's so funny about that argument, though? Just last thing I want to say about this. The thing about when you talk about diversity, you can talk about how there are, are more women, more people of color, more uh, different sort of uh, sexualities being represented, that people will say that it's pandering. You know, you guys are just pandering for clicks. You guys are just trying to be mm-hmm. politically correct, and it's all BS, and that's not how you really feel. Those same people never think... Okay, has the entirety, the rest of history up to this point, been pandering to straight white dudes? Right, you have, right. you'd never think that comic books pander to white guys yeah. exclusively? Like, you'd never have that thought? Well, because that thought should exist. If you feel that way about this thing, then you should be like, comic books are kind of BS because they've continued to pander to just straight white dudes and not try to, you know. So just when you, so when you see yeah. comic books and comic book films attempt to get different audiences when they have a Latino ghostwriter mm-hmm. when they have a a Pakistani Miss Marvel you should be stoked about that because you should feel that they've been pandering to one specific demographic for this entire time I, I just want everyone to have their own hero Share I want everyone stuff. to yeah. feel this Share power your stuff like, That's we it. get to love Spider-Man we get to love oh, oh thank you thanks thanks, thanks Hall H. H. Hall H. Hall H. thank you Holly thank, thank you thanks thank Holly and thanks for being here at San Diego Comic Con on a Tuesday <laughs> the week after Comic Con you guys should go home it's pretty yeah, you should go home Crazy, you just keep wanting to celebrate. Making weird moves. It was the only way we could get in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there are right. no chairs on Hall H right no, now. It's they're very just empty. sitting on the floor. It's, it's right. very strange. Uh, so let's wow. let's talk about very quickly who Killmonger is. Yes. I, by the way, agree with everything you just said. Sure. Let's uh, let's, I let's talk about, about comments on YouTube. No, just no, I get it. I totally get it. Here's totally the other it. exciting thing: Eric Killmonger, Killmonger, incredibly obscure character for Marvel Comics. Oh yeah. So like, it's going to be great to see what they do with it, and it's going to be great. There's no expectations. Do you know what I'm saying? It's the difference between Batman versus. Superman and Suicide Squad, I'm probably going to like Suicide Squad more. I had too many expectations right. for Batman Superman. Yeah. It's Avengers Age of Ultron versus Ant-Man. Ant-Man comes out and you're like, dude, this is my favorite Marvel movie this year. Eric Killmonger is a character who um, uh, gets uh, coerced into working with Claw, Ulysses mm-hmm. Claw, and like invading or messing up Wakanda. Yeah. When Black Panther T'Challa stomps uh, Claw, he basically outs uh, Killmonger and his family. Yeah. And when that happens... Uh, for kind of being a traitor or for whatever, for helping him, mm-hmm. for being in collusion. When that happens, Killmonger's whole thing then becomes, I need to get back into Wakanda, I need to get T'Challa off of the throne, mm-hmm. and I want to send Wakanda back to this more um, uh, 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 primitive place that the country yeah. used to be. Less not technologically as, not advanced. Not as technologically not as advanced, yeah. exactly. Exactly. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> he's... he's uh He's a he's a uh, uh, political dissident. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, mm-hmm. uh, and, and then also becomes physically like comparable to Black Panther. Like he yeah. gets herbs and then becomes like as enhan- as enhanced as yeah. T'Challa. So then they can kind of be, you know go toe to toe. They can actually like yeah. fight each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course we're gonna get the Dora Malahi and everything mm-hmm. else. So but we've, we've got to move on. We've got so much more to talk Black about. Panther, okay. Black Panther. Black Panther. Happy. Black Panther. We're very happy. If you have questions, tweet at us. We'll help you out. Oh, by the way. Uh, Doctor Strange uh, reading recommendation read the oath yes. start there hit Jason Aaron's run yes. uh, Black, for Panther, Black Panther the comics that are happening right now they're great written yeah. by ta Coates read them right now you'll learn about the Dora Milaje or yeah. Dora Milaje read them right now there's three issues out go get them uh, Coogler I'll... say that the movie is, uh, gonna, is close to influenced by the current run it better well. be and I know that Chadwick Boseman and ta Coates like they text each other like they're they're yes. like, they're, they're, like they, they're close they're, they're, yeah. they're bros yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, also the Christopher Priest run is great, great. and great. it feels like they're pulling a lot of stuff out of that especially mm-hmm. with Everett Ross and everything. I was like the Hudlin, John Meter Jr. drawn run from the early 2000s. 
Thor, Thor Ragnarok, I gotta recommend Planet Hulk. It's such a weird... <laughs> it, it, is, it is. But Planet Hulk is perfect. Uh, also, uh, Walt Simonson's story, just Ragnarok. It's just Absolutely. called Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. Read that, because it's mm-hmm. if, like, well, we're actually about to talk about it right now. Uh, Thor Ragnarok, let me just say, having seen the sizzle reel and everything that they showed there, if I wasn't excited for Doctor Strange, this would be the movie I was excited yeah. for. Yeah. Like, very legitimately. So crazy. Uh, so let's go through it very briefly. They didn't have a lot to show, but Taika Waititi did make a fake documentary with Thor showing what Thor was up to. Hilarious. During Civil during War. During Civil War. I love it. And he felt, like, very left out, but he doesn't have a cell phone. So he was telling Bruce Banner, who's talking to Tony Stark on the phone, tell him to send a raven. Yeah. Send tell, a raven. Send, I don't have a cell I, phone. I don't have a phone. Tell him to send a raven. Uh, <laughs> I it was. It was. Su- I want to see this so bad. Uh, I can't wait. For, I really want them to release it, because it was yeah. so funny. It I was know. so, so funny. They also showed his room where he has, like, a drawer with a fake bed in it for a Mjolnir. <laughs> and he had like a little stocking cap on. He's like, it's where Mjolnir sleeps. And oh, he's like, that's amazing. But then he has like one of those like like a crazy person detective board where he's like got strings and everything. What are the Infinity Stones? And he's, he's trying, trying to, to figure, figure out, out the, who is the Purple Man? Why does he hate standing? Yes. Like it's like oh, that. I want this so bad. Yeah, dude. It was supremely funny. So I thought they showed that and I'm like, oh, well, that's really funny. They're showing like they're kind of playing with the tones. And then they showed really... concept art. But then they showed a sizzle reel that had behind the scenes stuff as well as concept art and like some early previs kinds of stuff, and guys, yeah, expletives galore. It was incredible. <laughs> There's Hulk's so, uh, Warbuster armor, or yeah, or, or, his, his yeah. Warbuster armor. Yeah. So that was on stage on I think Saturday. Uh, his so his cool. hammer, his, his armor, his, Sorry, his, uh, yeah. armor, like his shoulder pads, whatever mm-hmm. else. Uh, an axe, and that thing on the left is a hammer. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't kind of tell from that angle, and then the, the helmet, obviously. All Planet Hulk stuff. So that conf- a that confirms Planet Hulk yeah. is happening. And seeing that in real life, like I just pictures. Oh of my like, god! Oh, oh my so god! Cool. It was incredible. Uh, but the so the concept art. Let me briefly run through run through it. Uh, uh, you see Hemsworth at the beginning with the, his long hair, dresses Thor. But then you see him later on, like a couple of, like skip 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 uh, short hair, shorter hair, and war paint. And that's it's actually Hemsworth. It's not a previs. It's him on set with the war paint. He kind of looks at camera like, oh, you know. Cool. Um, but then they showed Fenris Wolf concept art. Fenris Wolf, giant, like twenty foot wolf. It's Ragnarok, baby. The wolf that oh, ends the world. I heard that they showed Surtur, the fire demon. Oh, dude. And that Hulk and Thor were fighting Surtur. Dude, Hulk was fighting Surtur. Dude. God. Dude, it's dude. all happening. Dude. So they this they show so crazy. they show all this like yes 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 so. Uh, they they showed that they showed s- elements of the cosmic adventure, but it was all so fast you could barely tell what it was. They're filming yeah. for like two weeks. No, exactly. But it's what crazy. they did show was like spaceships, like flying through space. They showed like the Grandmaster's like spaceship sort of thing. Okay. Uh, they showed the Grandmaster concept art sitting in a like a giant stadium sort of thing. Is so you blue? know that he he's yellow? in charge of it. It was so fast you could yeah. barely tell. I, I my my instinct is that uh, it's just Jeff Goldblum in a really it's very much like Benicio del Toro. He's sure. probably not a different color. Right, right, right. That's a good point. Um, uh, and especially since they're cosmic elder brothers together yes, or whatever. Correct. Uh, but um, one of the things is, and forgive me, I'm going to use my f bomb here. I get one. I'm going to use it. So kids, watch your ears. Kate Blanchett is hella turning to look at, at camera was creepy as. Fuck. Like, <laughs> yeah. she, like, you see this thing where she just turns to look at camera very slowly, and I was just, just that one, and it was previs. I don't even know that it was her. <laughs> yeah. Just that one, and she had like the weird tentacular, like spider-like horns coming off of her helmet. Just her, like, 
Like, you can hear the slithering. They're just going for it. Oh, they're going for it. Oh, my God. Uh, but then, after all of that, you see a previs of Hulk and Thor running at each other in a gladiator yep. arena. Yep. And you hear, like, both of them scream. And the crowd goes crazy. And we're like, that's it. Nope, not it. Because then the entire frame fills mm-hmm. with a giant fiery demon face as Hulk flies at it with his fists oh. raised back. And he's just like, like the place, lo- we're like, you've got Surtur? What are you doing? <laughs> what is this movie? Because it's like, Ragnarok. Yeah, no, I'm so glad. Every single I'm so thing. glad. Because they even though it. it's, it's fun and Hulk's in it and it's got that cool new 80s logo and it's Taika Waititi, that it's Ragnarok, which is the end of all things. Yeah. And that's they Surtur did the Fire Demon. They're not half making a movie. They're no, going they all went the way. For it. Yeah. They went for it. They Carl fully committed. Carl Urban shaved his head, and y'all. he looks oh, awesome. Oh, yeah. Let's show Carl Urban. Wow. He, he tweeted this and thanks, uh, saying, thanks for the haircut, Taika Waititi. While I pull this up, this movie has melted me. Yeah. Dude, Doom, I so wish that you would have been there because I know Hulk is your guy. It's, Hulk and it's Comic-Con review show and I was like, I, I, I'm wearing 50 superhero shirts but I was like, what do I want to rep today? I'm like Hulk yeah. for, for Thor Ragnarok because yeah. I thought... Of all things, that I'm movie, that expectations. The Daredevil show. Daredevil's getting a season three. Season three. Cool. Yeah. Season three. Not as big a deal as But the Netflix <laughs> stuff is all pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll get, get to that we'll in a second. There. All right. So, uh, anything we want to say about Ragnarok before we move on? That I saw the Wilder people and instantly knew that going into Thor, I'd be yeah, happy. I've still got to see and it. And it's yeah. so good. It's I've like heard. when it's... you see Creed and you're like, I trust everything. Even even if I were to go see it, and I want to go see Shit. it, and I think Taika is such a talented guy, I would still, I was still on the fence. I've been on the show before and I've talked about how I wish that you just went more fantasy instead of like fun and funny and they're really swinging for the fences with this one this panel kind of won me over That's this panel great. you're the one my, I know my, that's something my, my buddy Augie who was relaying everything to me the video the, yeah. the humor all that stuff I'm just like okay I think that this is gonna work and yeah. I think that it's you know Doctor Strange is not gonna be the funniest Marvel movie as no. it shouldn't be it shouldn't Thor be. Ragnarok Maybe I was wrong. Maybe it, maybe it can be the and funniest. Anyone's going to go you know? weird. This guy, like yeah. that's what after seeing Wilder people, if anyone's going to go with yes. this specific tone. So it did a lot for me, and I'm super excited. The what? only thing that worries me with that is the, uh, I, and maybe it's not a bad thing. Maybe it's, just, it's what you need to do because a lot of people didn't love Thor two, but sure. it's just like the tone of Thor two going into everything I know about Thor Ragnarok. I feel like watching those two back to back will be the weirdest transition ever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I agree with that, but I, I feel like the trilogies are sort of disjointed with the first two between one and two, so I, why not make three like Banana and, Sandwich? And it'll be like Iron Man 1, 2, and 3. Iron Man 1 and 2 are kind of similar. 3 is very different. It's very Shane Blackie. Yeah. You know, yeah. but it's I, and I think it's better than 2, not as good as 1. I'm hoping this will be... It could be the best Thor movie. It, I think, it could, honestly, God, yeah. be the best. And what's funny is that like, when I first got here, the first thing that Zack said to me, or Doom, said to me was... Is that really the logo? Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? When I, having seen the footage, when yeah. they showed that, I was like, yep, fits. Yep. Like, Sega it, Genesis, it was initially, man. it was initially jarring. I was like, why is it 80s? No, you know what? It fits. It, it looks like a hair metal band. Yeah. And it should. And That's Thor. Having seen the footage, yeah, I'm on board. That's I'm Thor. on board, dude. All right, let's move on. Spider Man Homecoming. Go. Oh, that guy. Spider Man. <laughs> you guys go. <laughs> I've heard of him. You know what? I'm going to sit back. I had Doctor Strange. You okay. guys have fun. So, the Entertainment we Weekly stuff. We weren't even there. The Entertainment they, Weekly stuff. The sh- magazine. The, the okay. Entertainment, have you read Entertainment Weekly? No, 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 no. What's they they release uh, the, the names of all the characters who they're playing. Yes. Uh, they talk about how uh, the one guy's Ned Leeds, how Liz Allen's there. They're going. J- Jacob Batalon. Jacob Batalon. We're talking like. Ditko, Stan Lee, original cast as kids. We've never seen Ned Leeds as a kid. That's true. I love the idea of having them all grow up together. I, I love I, that Flash Thompson is the kid from uh, Dope. 
Absolutely. I had a chance to talk to uh, Tony uh, uh, Ravalori. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, did Jacob you really? Did you say he put some weight on, And right? Laura Harrier, who plays Liz Allen. Liz Edwards, Allen! And, um, and I was so excited that it was Liz Allen. And as they were talking to the right of me to somebody, and they announced who their characters were. And, and I'm talking to somebody, and I and then my Spider-Man, my Spidey senses went off, and I was like, <laughs> oh my god, he's Ned Leeds? Like, I heard it, and I was like, awesome. I knew, that I, I I heard that he was going to be the bully. That, that, that The fact that he's Flash is amazing. Yep. That's perfect. And I've always wanted Liz Allen in one of these movies Same. this is straight up going to be high school when they came over I was wearing this crazy Spider-Man shirt with all the characters and they grabbed me the, oh check it out and they were they were just so damn excited I didn't ask excited, like, oh. I didn't ask them stuff like give us the scoop I was like how's Tom Holland is he a diva be real and they had fun <laughs> with it and Tony was like you know he's and like they had fun with it and then I said um and I also told them each, I'm like, listen, look at me. I'm a huge Spider-Man guy. I know these characters. I heard what characters you guys are playing. I'm so excited for you guys, mm-hmm. is what they said. And they were like, cool, 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 thanks. Uh, I also asked if one of you, uh, like a little funny one, I was like, if you guys got bitten by a spider, what kind of power? And before I could finish, they all pointed to Laura and they're like, she got bit by a spider. <laughs> she got, and she's like, look. And she pulled up her sleeve and she had this little spider bite. And she's like, I was on the set. And Tom said that if you get powers from that, I'm going to walk off the set. <laughs> they just had so much energy and they, they, they were so stoked to be there and had yeah. so much fun. That's so cool, man. And it, that's what I want. I want this high school movie. I, I heard about the footage that it was a high school movie. That, that girls yeah. in this high school were playing Mary F. Kill with Captain America, <laughs> Iron yeah. Man, Thor. That, that somebody was crushing on Spider-Man That's and Peter so Parker couldn't perfect. handle it. He's in class and he's watching his YouTube videos of him fighting Giant Man. Yeah. yeah. And he's Peter Parker. He's in class, in chemistry class, and he's making the webs. Oh, they tease the vulture man. at the end. Yeah. Do you want, do you want me to... to I could, I've got the... That's so much I, I wrote. I wrote oh. the... I wrote the... Bre- dude. Dude. And we, he's got like the sort of shield helicarrier. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah, he's got like the helicarrier, like kind of fans. Michael yeah. Keaton, Adrian Toomes, amazing. I'm on board. Uh, so uh, it starts off uh, with a quote saying, "Every story, every hero has a beginning," and they show yearbook photos. Like, and it felt like they were legit yearbook photos of oh, Steve Rogers, Robert, Robert Downey Jr., yeah, uh, wow. Chris Hemsworth. Uh, like, Jeremy Renner because his is Jeremy gold. Renner oh he had a the mullet, mullet. Yeah, it Jeremy was amazing school, but was it of the actors or were they trying to say this is Clint Barton in high school this is they were saying this is Clint Barton in high school right but it was actually Jeremy Renner in high <laughs> school so good well, it was then they would have to, so great did they have to photoshop Chris Evans to make it like yeah, a they 1920s they, they, oh, they, they photoshopped it he was like that's skinny so he was so skinny oh, so they did that and then they and then they cut to a hallway scene it was just like a yearbook black and white photo and then it came to life and yeah. I was like, oh, this is Midtown High. And he goes, yeah. uh, and uh, it started off with um, I, Bad Reputation by Joan Jett, I think, right? Then it cut to, then when it cuts to <laughs> his, to modern day, it sounds kind of like a John Hughesian 80s song, but super updated to now. Like, okay. it was pitch perfect song, like very poppy, uh, still had a kind of an 80s it's vibe to Ray it. Carly maybe? Because she's got sure, like an 80s a vibe, bit, modern. a bit, sure. Uh, and it, it goes, uh, it has his schedule breakdown. Nine thirty was science class. Mm-hmm. That's where you see him like swinging around, like watching the YouTube video on his computer. Uh, the teacher asks a science question, like something about like gravi- like orbit, and so like the uh, the formula for calculating orbit because it's a, a science based right. high school. Yeah. And she asks Flash Thompson, who is Tony Revolori, and I felt so good that we called that like three yeah, years we ago. We're like, well, he's Flash Thompson. I mean, I mean he's got the pop collar. Look, he's Flash. That's Thompson. all we needed. Is it? Yeah, he's got the pop collar. So she goes. <laughs> Uh, she asks a question. Everyone kind of looks around, and Peter Parker's just like, "Oh, I'm watching this video. I'm so awesome. Like, I, I wish I could say something about it." And then she goes, "Flash," and he answers it. She goes, "No, wrong." Uh, Peter, how about you? He's not even paying attention. Looks at the board and goes, "Oh, well, you don't count for this. You count for this because you're in space. So it's a, uh, it would be this." And she goes, "Oh, uh, yeah, you're right." And he's like, "Okay," <laughs> like you're like, "That's Peter Parker." 
And that's why yes! Flash Thompson hates him. Yeah. And yeah. this movie's going to show you why bullies are bullies. And that's yeah. And he's so going to not become well. a bully yeah. by the end of it. And they're going to become friends. And he's uh, going to love Spider-Man. Yeah. He's not going to love then, Peter Parker. So then it, show, it goes to Women's Studies at 1130. And you see him and Ned Leeds, Jacob Batalon, who the whole time I'm watching it going, is he ganky? Right. This is before like they said anything about Ned. Yeah. Uh, and they watch these pretty girls walk by, and that's where you see like Liz Allen for the first time, and you hear that, like at least in the presentation, that's where I heard Liz. That's when I was like, "Why is it Koi here?" <laughs> ah! Liz Allen, Liz Allen, Laura Harris, Liz Allen. Oh, it's Why so is it Koi cool. here? <laughs> uh, then you see web design. It's actually not web design. It's a clever play on words. It's uh, him in chemistry class. And he like like the teacher Wet says design. something. And yeah, he, uh, he bends uh. o- he bends over and like starts playing with a chemistry set in a, in a drawer. Like while the teacher's not looking, and he like pulls it out, and it's all like webby and gooey. And he's not like, gonna be able to handle this movie. Uh, and then it's physical education <laughs> at two, where uh, the girls are playing F Mary Kill, and he's like doing push-ups with Ned Leeds there, like helping him out. And he can hear them talking, and they're like, uh, well, Iron Man, da da da. And then one of the girls goes, what about Spider Man? He's really hot. And he's just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like he's doing his push ups. Uh, then he, he goes to 330 Study Hall. Uh, that's where I saw um, da, ba, 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 uh, Martin Starr. He's like leading Study Hall. He looks perfect as a teacher. And uh, he, he looks up and goes, oh, I got to go. And Michelle, uh, played by Zendaya, goes, mm-hmm. where are you always running off to? Mm-hmm. And that's where you get that moment of like, Oh, this is like Ultimate Spider-Man, yep. like Steve original Ditko. Ditko, like him in high school trying to balance like his secret that he wants to tell the entire world, but he can't. Like, ah, oh, so good. And it cuts to you know the shots that we had the, the of him like running on the pipes. It cuts to like just a quick shot of him running on pipes. <laughs> uh, uh, then it cuts to a couple other things. You see Bo, Bo- Kim Woodbine very quickly as a like just a thug like like I I really think it's the enforcers because I swear I saw three people in there okay I think it's the enforcers I think that would work timeline wise that works yeah, so well I think they're updating the enforcers because I re- I remember seeing I think I saw three of them in there and I think he might be fancy playing Dan Ox. yeah fancy Dan Ox and who's the other uh, Montana 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 yeah. uh, I, th- I think so yeah uh, Joe Montana right yeah totally. uh, Montana Max uh, they walk in and then. Uh, a couple other things. You see him like walk around or something, but like it's so fast and it's all mostly previous stuff that you can really tell. Then it cuts back and he's just like caught. He doesn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And she goes, I'm just kidding. I don't care what you do. Go on. <laughs> and he's like, oh, okay. And he like runs away. Uh, and then that's when you see the vulture slam down. Yeah. But then they showed the logo and I don't know why they haven't released it because it was so perfect. It was like a sticker that was slapped on a notebook like a lock- oh yes like, like, a, like a three ring binder kind of thing like a spiral notebook and it was dead on it was perfect I so. heard that the panel started by having the Spider-Man light the one yeah the light his, like you know oh, it like flew around amazing. on the screens yeah the Doctor yeah. Strange trailer uh, started with a light show light Laser show light and show. fog Man. and like runes going all over the place and you heard like voiceover stuff from the, the teaser that had been released what I think is oh. really cool as a giant Peter Parker fan and as a Miles Morales fan is that through Ned Leeds as a Genki type character we get the Miles fans to enjoy Ned Leeds sure I think it's a really the, cool way is, to have that character there be... is a, a Genki character a guy named Genki in the movie as well oh, played by that. another actor yeah, yeah yeah and he's like an italian guy which is why when he got announced people were like it's not wait michael Asian barbieri guy. is, like, is, is that you're is talking Genki. about yeah yeah, yeah. Confirmed? Yep. do you know that for I'm, sure I, that's what the internet said you can double check on that but i'm pretty sure that's what it was that's what people were call, crying foul they're like you can't like Genki's like an yeah, Asian well, dude. How would they do i don't think they would do that i mean just in name only just in name only i've got a theory that abraham atta from Beasts of No Nation. Is Miles? Is Miles Miles. That, is that, that actor's actor's way too good. That would be great. Yeah. Which, uh, which actor did you say it was that would have been playing Genki? Barbarelli? 
Michael Barbier. I, I Michael, think that was rumored, uh, but no, I don't John think... Watts bro, uh, but John Watts confirmed that that is not the case. Right on, so there's no Okay, Yankee. good. Because okay. that wouldn't make okay. sense. But I love okay. the idea of Abramata, because that actor in Beast of No Nation... Oh, uh, made me cry, He's dude. so worthy made of that role, because he's incredible. Absolutely. He aged 10 years in before our eyes in a movie. Like, we saw this kid go from, like, I am innocent to war hardened. That's beautiful. Oof. Cannot yeah. wait to see Miles Morales yeah. someday. So that'll, that'll be happening. And yeah. then Ned Leeds, I just love the idea of Ned Leeds and Liz Allen so early. Like, yeah. it's mm-hmm. so many characters. Mm-hmm. that I love from, like, core Spider-Man. Like, yeah. the freaking Hobgoblin shows up as, like, a kid doing push-ups in Spider-Man. Like, what? Yeah, There's and he's, just, like, a, a chubby oh, Asian kid. Like, that makes it even better. Like, I love it. I These love guys it. are, like, Daily Bugle employees in high school. Like, we're yeah. seeing, yeah. like, the or like, that's <laughs> yeah. so cool. So we've got uh, Zendaya as Michelle, and the rumor is that she's Michelle Gonzalez. Uh, Tony Revolori is Flash Thompson. Jacob Batalon is Ned Leeds. Laura Harrier is Liz Allen. Perfect. Tony Kidd is just a dope. Yeah. Is so good. Yeah. He's so good. So good. I'm so, so good. Excited. He's great in Grand Budapest Hotel. He's yeah, a great actor. It's brilliant. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh my uh, gosh. This one yeah. too. It. Yeah. It's crazy, guys. It's crazy. Buckle up. Uh, start. So they started off with. First of all, they had all of the Ravagers come in and take yep. over the panel, which yep. was ridiculous and super fun. They were all in costume. They were pretending to be certain actors. Are like, um, you be Chris Pratt. You yeah. Be- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Chris Pratt. I'm an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They were so funny. Uh, it was a good time, uh, but then um, James Gunn comes out like a rock star, like and kind of like puts them in their place. And he goes, "You know what? I'm going to show you someone right now who could kick your ass." And he, that's when they show Yondu and Rocket being thrown into jail. Yes. So here's the footage: they get thrown into jail on a Ravager ship, mm-hmm. and then they have to try and break out. And they've got Baby Groot, and Baby Groot doesn't go into the cage with them. Like they keep Baby Groot. The Ravagers keep Baby Groot with them because they're like, "He's adorable. You can't kill this guy. He's adorable. He stays with us." He breaks out of his cage, runs to break out Rocket. Yondu tells him, I need, I need my, he doesn't have his mohawk. And he goes, I need that. It's in the drawer. You know where I used to sleep. Go get it. Groot can't get it right. He keeps bringing back the wrong thing. And, and Yondu's, thumb, yeah, an eyeball. Yeah. And, and uh, Yondu is getting frustrated. He finally asks Rocket to tell him, Rocket, you don't see Rocket, but you say, okay. And you see him lean over. Yondu brings the whistle thing. And then the next scene is them, uh, they're out, they've somehow broken out of prison. Uh, and Rocket is attaching it to his head. The Ravagers find out that it's been stolen. They rush to get him, and he's like, it's too late, and he whistles, and his arrow comes, and, like, shoots through all the Ravagers. Like, yeah. apparently the the Ravagers kind of took over the ship. Mm-hmm. They're bad guys now, trying to get Yondu. So then they walk down a catwalk, uh, and, like, it's like, it looks like it's like this giant area of the ship, almost like, um... Uh, what was the name of the prison? The um, Clin. The Clint, thank you. Yeah. Uh, it's almost like that. It yeah. looks almost like that scene. Like the mental. In terms of its scope, yeah. yeah. And the red, that arrow, like, is just a red streak flying around the entire screen. Just go, whoop, whoop, and then you can hear uh, Yondu whistling. And as they walk, men, like aliens, bodies. are just bodies, are just raining all around them. It's so that good. It's amazing. so, And it's just them, like, it's just the two of them walking like badasses with baby Groot on Rocket's shoulder this time. Instead of the other way around, mm-hmm. uh, I love that so play. you've got so you've got that. That was a lot of fun. Elizabeth Debicki's confirmed as Aisha, her, her, uh, uh, and uh, she is said to uh, reign over the sovereign race. Yes, uh, and as uh, James Gunn said, I think on Facebook, Aisha is the golden high priestess of a genetically perfect people called the Sovereign. She's not a woman to be screwed with. She and her entire world are extraordinarily deadly. Mm-hmm. They ask. The gar- she says that they asked the Guardians, they start off by asking the Guardians to come help defend the world from an extra-dimensional beast, and then things go sour. So I think she becomes one of the, like, one of the bad, mm-hmm. one of the antagonists. Okay. okay. 
at some level. I'm just excited how that James Gunn is sort of updating or changing that storyline from the comics. The yeah. thing between him and her and Adam Warlock and Aisha and, the and enclave, it, like it's, human scientists. It's really, yeah. really like it, it's confusing. Well, it's Guardians very never cosmic. really had a through line. Like exactly. Guardians never really worked as one exactly. thing. Yeah. He's cherry picking the sort of elements that he likes from the comics and the characters and 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 oh, I got a chance to talk to James Gunn and he said oh. that uh, I asked him just one question. I was like, "You're so good at bringing obscure characters. What other obscure characters would you like to?" bring to an either a Guardians movie in the future or you would just like to see in a Marvel movie at some point. And he listed he's like, I love all these other Guardians. I love the Guardians. I love Phi Lavelle. Hmm. I love Moon Dragon. Oh, that's uh, so cool to hear. He said, but uh but I love the idea of trying to take what people would think of as a goofy character. Like Rocket Raccoon on the mm-hmm. page, he was goofy. Yeah. In his origin, he was goofy. He was like Bugs Bunny, uh, and try to make it make sense. And he said the focus, and he kind of talked about this in other press things. The focus that he took with Rocket Raccoon as a character mm-hmm. for Volume One is what he is now sort of focusing on: ego, the living planet, mm-hmm. Kurt Russell's character, because it's such an out there goofy concept. Yeah. He's like, but the more he started to think about it, he said Marvel approached him for the first one, and he was just like Rocket Raccoon, like the, what a weird, stupid. Yeah. And then the more he started thinking about, it, he's like, oh, the answer for why would this character exist is it's a sad one. He was experimented on. Right. He's yeah. lonely. He's like and Frankenstein's monster. He's Frankenstein's yeah. monster. And it became this beautiful emotional through line of the movie Man, that's sort of great. like from there he got the rest of the Guardians figured out. Right. He said he did the same thing with Ego in this movie. Yeah. And that's Where why Kurt like, Russell casting someone like Kurt Russell for it's, that character. It's, it, he goes, a, a, a being who has lived as a planet by himself this entire time could be the most lonely of them all for eons. For yeah. like, like just where he's going to go with that is so exciting. Yeah. So cool. Yeah, I totally agree. It's going to make us crash. It's going to make us crash. Yeah. Ego, the living planet, it's going to move us That's, to tears. Yeah. So <laughs> Only and, James Gunn can make so that thing. They, they showed a trailer, uh, and it, again, it was one of those things where it's moving so fast uh, that you, you're having a hard time keeping up with all of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they did show, you know, like they had a great moment with um, uh, Gamora and Star-Lord waiting as the Nether Beast is like starting to slowly invade, and they're like, oh, here it comes. And he turns around and sees Gamora with a gun and goes, what are you using a gun for? Don't you use swords? And she goes, are you an idiot? It's an extra-dimensional beast. You want me to use swords on the extra... <laughs> He's like, but you don't know how to use a gun. She's like, I know how to use... I'm great with swords. I'm great with guns. You've just never seen me. Like, they have that banter. So you know that that banter's in the film. Yeah. Uh, they have some great stuff with Rocket and Groot. I just... I can't remember. I'm just like... I was just laughing at Did we see They did any... have a great reversal of baby Groot yes, on, on Rocket. Rocket's shoulder mm-hmm. while Rocket's going, ah! It was a perfect reversal of that moment from the first yep. movie in the kiln. Yeah. Uh, uh, but Some people in the chat roll are asking, uh, did did Baby Groot speak? Was it Vin Diesel? Um, all all I ever heard was like nonsensical screams, mm-hmm. and they were all like in baby voice. So it was like, yeah. yeah. I, do you but think he'll be? He do was, you think he'll grow up to become regular size? I think Groot he will. By the end and of this here's movie? why. Here's why. Uh, Mantis. Yeah. Mantis that's has right. like plant based abilities. Plant based abilities. Right. I think she's oh, probably going to yeah. accelerate his growth at a time where they need him most. Yeah. Like it's gonna be like we don't know what to do. We don't. And yeah. She's like, well, wait, I can handle this. Now, did we see Mantis in any of the really? footage? Very, very briefly. Okay. And only screaming. Like, okay. So at the very because end of the trailer... She doesn't know how to interact with people. Sure. Okay. Yeah. At the very end of the trailer, they show, like, Star-Lord, they have a moment with him. Gamora, they have a moment with her. And then the Yondu, they have a moment with him. So, like, he's an actual Star-Lord now. He's a guardian, yeah. Uh, guardian, or yeah. guardian, yeah. Star-Lord. Guardian. Uh, but then they show Mantis. They go, Mantis! And they have her, screaming like she's and she's probably doing something psionic because she said like she's a bit psionic yeah. in the panel i love that her costume is oh my her god costume. it's dead on and then they go and dot 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 and that's when they revealed kurt russell and they see like the ship landing in front of star lord and he's like what is what is who is this what is going on i don't know who this is and then you uh 
you see a reverse angle from the ship to, as they walk as you see feet walking down you see the guardian standing there like who is this guy and you hear kurt russell's voice going well i never like and he's like it's kurt russell and you're just like you're just being kurt russell <laughs> like that's awesome yes and then at a reverse angle, and you see him for the first time, he goes, and ego. And the whole audience is like, what? <laughs> what? I love they kept that secret. No, like, I, it's secret. so good. And then, uh, but they explain it mm-hmm. in the trailer. Mm-hmm. What it is, Ego the Living Planet became lonely and decided to see what it would be like to be like a sentient life form, like a human or like some life form who yeah. could not be a part of, a, who wasn't a planet. Yeah. So he created a human. And he, he said, he made a joke about like, so I created a human, uh, or uh, is body, is a, yeah. a body, and got it as close as I could figure. And as he's explaining it, and forgive me, this is a, it might get a little R-rated for you. Uh, as he's explaining it, um, Drax goes, "So you have a penis," and he, like, like before Kurt Russell can answer, Star Lord goes, "Stop! <laughs> I, I don't want to know about my dad's penis." And he yeah. goes, "Well, he would have had to have a penis in order to have sex with your mommy." <laughs> Stop! That's great. And then so Kurt Russell sad. goes, "Yes, I, I have a, I have a penis, and it's pretty great. It's a pretty great." <laughs> like, like, Is but that it's dirty enough for you. Yeah. So, uh, uh, so yeah, uh, but yeah, that's how. He, so my guess though. Is that we'll still see Ego the Living Planet right at some right. point, which That's is what guess. everyone wants. Yeah. Like, yeah. we're so excited. I'm I so did. Excited. I did uh, take the liberty of uh, mocking up what a Russell <laughs> as oh Ego the Living awesome. Planet is beautiful. Might did you look like? That? Did you get that Incredible. still from the movie from Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two? That's amazing. <laughs> That's so good. That's Hollywood big budget right there. Oh my god, that looks great. Good work, now, Tom. Before we leave Guardians of the Galaxy, sure, I'll take I need, that image out. Please later. do. That's amazing. Uh, I need to briefly mention that one of my favorite bands of all time is Mindless Self-Indulgence, which is not a very, like, mainstream band. They're fairly obscure. They're amazing. They have the weirdest sound. No one sounds like Mindless Self-Indulgence. James Gunn is good friends with the lead singer, Jimmy Urin. Jimmy Urin is a ravager in Guardians Great. of the Galaxy. So Seriously? To me, like, I'm not... A lot of pop music doesn't really, like, affect me. Like, it's not my not my scene usually. But to me, this is like Michael Jackson being in a movie. This is like when they had David Bowie show up in Zoolander. Yeah. Jimmy freaking Urin is a ravager in Guardians of the Galaxy, and I could not be more excited. Yeah. Uh, two years ago at Comic-Con, I met Jimmy in line for uh, Nerd HQ, and... That was probably the biggest moment of any Comic Con for me because this is like a, an actual rock star, That's and there's cool, a guy man. in line. And I'm like, <gasps> and then I find out him and James Gunn are best friends, and now he's in the movie as this guy named Half Nut, yeah. and I just lost my. So I'm so excited. I, I almost wore a mindless it. shirt for the show today because that's, that's happening. So I, I talked yeah. to Dave Batista and Palm Clementif, who's, Clementif? Playing, who's Mantis? playing Mantis, yeah. and just I got to tell Dave, Dave, I was here for that first Comic Con panel where you said when you got the call that you were going to play Drax that you cried because he was so happy because mm-hmm. he was so happy he was going to change yeah. his life. And I told him, we've all been rooting for you, dude. This is amazing. Now you're the veteran. Palm is the 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 novice. What mm-hmm. has that been like? And they talked about how she had her one of her first days of shooting was this emotional scene with Drax. Mm-hmm. And that they, they seemed like they really played well off each other. And he was telling her, you know, all of the uh, all of the behind the scenes stuff, like you're going to do a bunch of press and you're going to answer the same question over and over and over again. <laughs> it was so cool. It was That's so great. So, awesome. so I can't wait to see Palm as Mantis and what that character is going to do. She was really really cool. And Dave is like six foot eight. Yeah, how giant of a dude! Like three hundred eighty pounds. Like, I, like it, it hurt. It hurt my muscles to look at him. <laughs> like I was like, your poor shirts, your clothing is like because <laughs> like, he was just like size? with his little glasses and his beard and his neck is this big. 
like talking to me right there. I'm just like, hey, what's up, David Batista? What's up? How's Jesus, it going? massive, massive man. Oh, he's so a giant dead. man. Yeah, I giant. can't even imagine. And he got smaller, so he looked like a person for that. Remember, Ooh. like when he was like wrestling, he was even yeah. like more of a cartoon. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm so uh, excited do you, for So, do you guys have what guard? So here's my guardians recommendation to read as a comic if yeah. you're looking for one is the original Dan Abnett run that's mm-hmm. the run where he made that's where the Guardians became sure because the, the old Guardians were like what like uh, yeah like those weird like Charlie yeah, 27 yeah. Yondu uh, Major Victory right uh, all those guys so like different. they've been very much updated and I think Dan Abnett and Andy Lanning's it's run good, was dead on it's a that's good my starting recommendation place. it's yeah. a good starting place I found that run to be a little bit it was a little bit compromised by like the space events that were happening War of Kings and, and absolutely, the scroll absolutely. And a little bit I agree with that I think that if you're a new 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 reader go for Brian Michael Bendis's volume one yeah volume one's the new really Guardians strong of the Galaxy yeah. because it's even more so like the movie yeah it's it's even, well, and that was started know, after the movie came out. I'm not a exactly. fan the current run. His exactly. volume one is great, though. Yeah, so check that out. But but do check out the Abnett and Lanning stuff because that's where there's some big heady concepts in there with like the Universal Church of Truth. But it is also, you know, Rocket Raccoon, Drax, yeah. Gamora, Star Lord, Mantis. If I um, if I yeah. may, I want to go back to Debecky real quick. I Cosmo. think that the Sovereign. Oh, Cosmo! Oh my it's God! Great. I think the sovereign race is the Church of Universal Truth. Interesting. Okay, because cool. like the shot that they showed of her yeah. okay. was very like she was golden. She was gold, and mm-hmm. but all of the other people were gold. Um, I think maybe Adam Warlock could possibly come from that race. Sure, that it makes sense. Like yeah. sort of a, a hero departure. Like he's like, yeah. you guys are all evil jerks. Yeah. I'm going to be a hero and go be this genetically perfect right. being. And, and then he'll be like, but we have a clone of you. Magus no, is evil. The Gadoo, yeah. Magus. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah, they could. Uh, but the outfits that they had were very reminiscent of the Church okay. of Universal Truth. I cool. think that there could be an element of that. Good scoop. So, scooby da And Stallone's in it. That's right. <laughs> they showed, and he... The, I missed that, by the way. No, oh, thank yeah. you so much, because there's so, so much... Stallone. They, uh, when they showed, they showed him in the trailer, uh, and he looks like he's a Nova Corps. Oh. And I will say, and this is total, total rumor... Because I overheard someone as we were leaving Hall H, I overheard a, fr- a girl say, "I uh, well, I have a friend who's working on the movie and still owns a bad guy." So I don't know. I, I think, have no I idea think, who this person is. I think he's I have... a prison guard, maybe a ravager. But I heard that rumor. Yeah. But he no. But he looks like he's in the Nova Corps. Like he looked like a Nova Corpsman. It looked That'd like he had that makes... symbol on his chest and everything. But again, it was like cool. half a second on screen. Right. No, right. I think you're right. Okay, so, cool. All right, maybe he's a bad guy in Nova Corps. All right. Yeah. Uh, so let's move to Netflix now. <laughs> now that we're two hours in. Oh, jeez. Uh, we got our first look at Luke Cage. That trailer. Uh, teaser. Oh, my God, that trailer, that trailer, Wait, that trailer. The, the song, Old Dirty Bastard, Shimmy Shimmy Yeah. Oh, baby, was, I like it. It was Perfect. so good. It was yeah. dead on. I got chills during two things. The Doctor Strange trailer mm-hmm. and the Luke Cage trailer. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I came home and just watched hours and hours mm-hmm. of footage, and those were the two that, like, and Wonder Woman, uh, sure. those were the ones that I literally was like, oh, we live in the best time of all time. Yeah, like, this is the best this time, time to be alive. This is the best time to be a yeah. young nerd. Uh, and th- that trailer for Luke Cage was yeah. everything I never yep. knew I wanted. Yeah. There it is. Like Oh uh, yeah. Are the we tone, watching it? The tone of that trailer is is just so perfect. And have you read the interview about how they're saying that uh, since people binge watch, they yeah. wanted to make a like an album out of the show? Yes. And they're basically they're trying to tie they're effectively tying in the music to the pulse of the show. What? So That's watching genius. that binge watching Luke Cage is like listening to a really good album. Because yeah, the uh, That's the, the, genius. the the showrunner who I'm trying to pull up uh, his name right uh, now and the stuff. 
Chiodoro. Yeah, uh, the stuff that he uh, worked on. Hang on. That yeah, album, I mean, the concept of an album Chio show is, think, yeah. is brilliant. Because we've had, yeah. I, I once a week I mentioned, I love that everything's a different tone. The idea of the musicality of Luke Cage influencing him is perfect. Yeah. Chio yeah. Hadari Coker Chio said Hadari that Coker, the yeah. last time people have, uh, the, the closest we have is of an experience to when you listen to an entire album. Like, mm-hmm. was what we used to do when an album would come out, when he mentioned, like, like Notorious B.I.G.'s album yeah. coming out, and Wu-Tang Clang, and all this stuff, and the Wu-Tang influence, the Wu-Tangification yeah, of the man. Marvel Universe, is what he said. He said that, oh. that, that people don't do that anymore, but now the closest we have is when you binge-watch a show. So he's yeah. like, so this I is gonna be... I love that parallel so much. so great. Yeah. And this awesome. so ain't none to F with, he so said, it's a perfect parallel. He said, the world is ready for a bulletproof black man. And that got an applause. Like that was yeah. that was a great moment. That was a great moment. They brought out the whole cast. Uh, so we have um, uh, Mar Maral Shala Ali who mm-hmm. plays Cornell yeah, Stokes, aka Cottonmouth. They should have seen this. It hasn't been released yet. Yeah. They should have seen where he's standing in front of because he's Cottonmouth and he's like not like the kingpin of the show, but mm-hmm. he's up there. Uh, in Harlem, uh, a scene where it's just a framed picture of Biggie with the crown on that faint, like it's like a it's like a black and red yeah. you know, print, and it's there. And then he steps into he's, he's talking about everybody wants to be the king, and he steps into frame, and then he steps closer as he's talking to somebody, and he basically replaces Biggie, and he's wearing a crown. Is how the shots frame, oh, and it's this beautiful, so cool. it's this one shot of just like, and there's like some music playing, and it's just this great sort of monologue, and then um, he's like. He's uh he's interrogating slash beating the crap out of a guy who's like where's money like it's so great. So I wish I, I could describe this man's presence. Yes. Uh, when I came into the well, class that day, for sure, yeah. He literally was sitting like five rows back in the room, but you yeah. could do nothing but be like, tell me everything. Like this guy mm-hmm. just has a nest where you're yeah. like absorbed in him. Which the Wilson Fisk thing from Daredevil has that like this man as a dude, this actor as a human being, you just want to know everything yes. he has to say. But mm-hmm. he's also the most like. When you talk to him, he looks you in the eye, he listens, and he's intent on that conversation, but then you want to know everything in reverse. Like, you're like, okay, now tell me what you think about what I had to say. Like, he's got this amazing... So the fact that he's playing, like you said, a Kingpin character is perfect. This guy's Uh, amazing. Simone Missick is playing Misty Knight, and she is, like, stunningly gorgeous. And she had such an awesome, fun press. She came out in this, like, red dress with her big, beautiful afro, hoop earrings, and I was like, does she have a robot arm? She looks so much like Misty Knight. (laughs) She looked exactly like Misty Knight. She looked like this? She looked exact. I'm I'm telling you, the red dress she was wearing, I was literally like, wait, pull up her, does she have a gold hand? Because I was like, I can't. She was just, like, stunning and so cool and so funny. Theo Rossi is playing Shades, and he put all these little, these little, like, uh, uh, black sunglasses on, and he smiled, and he's just, like, this swarmy, like, he was having so much fun with it. Just, like, so skeezy, but so charming and cool. Frank Whaley is uh, was like the one white guy on the on the mm-hmm. panel yeah. who's playing a guy named Detective uh, Scare for Scarfe, um, and he was great. It was his birthday. Everybody yeah. saying happy birthday to him. Um, and I think that this was the last person on the panel. Let me double check. It seems like it was, uh, and this is definitely saving the best for last. Alfre Woodard came out and uh, was so excited to be there. And there was a scene between her. And um, uh, uh, Marashala mm-hmm. that they didn't mm-hmm. again the scene that wasn't that wasn't released yet yeah. that was like intense and at one point he called because he goes by Cottonmouth and she plays a character named Mariah Dillard and he calls her Black Mariah and she was just like she grabbed something and threw it and she's like you call me that again and I'm gonna cut you come at me again and everyone was just like 
Oh, she's the she is the kingpin. Oh, she is the killgrave oh, so of the series. This, this oh, uh, Mariah my God, Mariah Dillard character. Awesome. And, and like they announced her, and they're like, she's she's won a ton of Emmys. And Jeff Loeb was moderating the panel. And he was like, we're so so thrilled that she's going to be on this show. Um, uh, but uh, she she was just she was awesome. She was it's so September, amazing. right? It's September, September 30th. 30th. Yes, oh, right. man, I'm so excited. That's right. Uh, yep. So uh, I, one of my favorites in the teaser that they showed was, uh, what is it, Maharash? Uh, Marshal Ali. Marshal Ali. Ali. Again, will become a household name. Thank you, Mar- Marshal Ali. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I love, like, I mean, you get all that incredible act. Like, yeah, he the rips act- oh, the, the door hallway? off. Nah, dude. It's Again, another it's hallway. It's another hallway scene. It's always a hallway. If you told me 10 years ago, I'd be like, now what's the most important yeah. thing about the trailer? The hallway. There's always hallways. There's always hallways. hallways. Very important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hallway. Uh, like well, first I love the the discussion at the beginning. He's like, mm-hmm. "Well, you should be a hero like those guys downtown." He's like, "Yeah, that's that, what, what Rita." His, I think his, is his wife said. Yeah, what his wife said. And he goes, "Well, she's right," you know. And mm-hmm. then you see him like, "Doon do 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 do." Rip the door off. Don't he doesn't even need the, the door. door. He's just like, "Let's just make a show of it." Rips the door <laughs> off. Busts through the other door with a door. I'm Captain America. No, I'm not. Like wraps it around a dude. Like rips a pipe out of the wall. Beats some dudes. Bulletproof, you get that whole shot of him just like come at me, bro. Like uh, you can't stop this bulletproof black, black man. Love that. Like walk, like gets inside, but then you get that awesome. The part of the trailer that I loved the most, like the action was great. The part that I yeah. loved the most was uh, Marshal Ali saying, "You knocked down a few doors on the projects, and now you're Harlem's hero." <laughs> like, like the way great. he delivered that was yeah. like sociopathic. Like yeah. he's like, "I'm gonna say this. This I'm gonna ask you this question." Wait, that's a funny question. Now I'm going to laugh at it. Yeah. And then, but then Luke Cage isn't even stirred. He's like, I'm just getting started. Like, mm-hmm. boom! This show's going like, to be amazing. So, oh my god, it's gonna it's gonna be so good. I can't so, cannot wait. For I love this. how different it feels from Daredevil, and I love how different it feels from yeah. Jessica yeah. Jones. I can't think of another show that has felt quite like this. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. that trailer, two minutes. I've never. I can't place. I, there's no parallel for me. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Luke Cage, let's leave it behind. Are you guys good? Yeah, let's talk, about, let's talk about Iron Fist and uh, Defenders right, so like, on the same quick, panel. Daredevil Season 3. Great. Confirmed. That's awesome. Uh, John uh, Barenthal came out and thanked the fans. Did he really? That's he cool. Did. He That's did. So at the cool. beginning, did a little bit. and said, I saw you know, tons of pictures of him with like, he, toys and stuff. He understands how, how important the character is to uh, to armed forces, to police officers of this country, oh, to just really fans cool. in general, and thanked everybody for the support. And they were like, yes, well, I know you guys already know, but Punisher's getting his own show, and it's going to be awesome. And he's like, I'm going to do the work. I'm going to make it great. So that's awesome. That dude just works, man. Uh, I love John Barenthal's perspective. Iron Fist was a surprise. I did not expect to see I any wasn't footage. Either. I was so excited that we yeah. got that. Like, And it was just... It was barely a tease. It was yeah. barely anything. But we saw that like there was a pan- apparently a plane crash. My mm-hmm. guess is that instead of doing the mountain climbing thing, yeah. Harold Meacham like blows the plane up or like yeah. makes it crash or shoots the pilot or whatever. Jumps It'll out. It'll be like Lost. It's more like Lost. Lost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you see that. You see like Danny. Danny ran with his mom, which is exactly what happens in the in yep. the comics. You yep. know, the last person he sees alive. Uh, mm-hmm. From his mom, parents is his mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you see like the little like little Danny Rand, baby Danny Rand, in a ejector seat. Like he's been he's parachuted to yeah. safety. You see the monks looking over him, but then you see him hit New York. You see him uh, barefoot with not barefoot. In that shot of him in the chair of little baby Danny Rand, you got to look to see that there's an iPod. Like there was like, like oh, it was generation one iPod. It was like a generation. So like he has that with him, which is why I think when he gets to New York in the next shot, he's I don't know if you can see it. it. Yeah, he ha- he's listening to it because he's like barefoot with a beard and stuff when he yeah. comes back to New York. So yeah. But and then you see him in the the. He's crazy. He's crazy. <laughs> he thinks that there's a city that only comes around well, every he's decade. An insane he's person. insane. Lun, so that's see, not real. You see that, but then the next shot is boom, the wall I exploding know. and so him excited. standing there like he I just blew it up. 
Hello, Danny. Who's yeah. who do you think the Hello Danny no is? No idea. No, it could be. Um, oh my God, what's Iron Fist like? Like his his. Uh, his I mean, Steel Serpent's like his big Steel one. Steel Serpent. Yeah, it could be Steel Serpent. Yeah, it could be Steel Serpent. Uh, so, um, but uh, Joe Casada talking to IGN said, "I would say that Iron Fist has probably more villains in our first season than any of our other shows." Cool. Very I cool. don't know who all those are. Yeah, interesting. But I'm on. We'll see. It, it might be a lot of the. Uh, uh, other immortal weapons. Mm-hmm. It might oh my be. God, that would it be might incredible. be the hand. It also might be them setting up for defenders. So it might have Daredevil, Jessica Jones, and Cage in it more because Listen, it's, the, it's the last show before defenders. I've heard rumors that Iron Fist or a good portion of it is going to feature Luke Cage, and that it'll essentially really? be heroes for hire. It's his origin going into coming back to New York and then meeting Luke, and and them starting. That and then that will probably go into it's. It makes sense logically mm-hmm. that that well, would go into. Kingpin yeah. had just much screen time as Daredevil almost, and True. then Punisher just much screen time as Daredevil but almost it, season two. It, it makes sense that you get to that before you get to sort of Defenders the same way that like Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice had to happen before they do full on Justice League. They're right. like, yeah. let's have some characters Segway. interact and then go. Oh, we should just be a team. Yeah. So um, that's what I heard. I'm so dang excited. That's why yeah. I think it makes sense to have maybe even Daredevil and Jessica Jones pop up maybe once yeah. quickly. That way Defenders make yeah. sense instead of seeing them all together for the first time. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about the Defenders teaser. You can watch it online. Nirvana, there's man. not a lot there, but mm-hmm. there's come eh, yeah. and you see just like yeah. the peeling walls. That same like aesthetic that they've been using the whole season. What I but love is that the-, the Marvel movies have felt like Phase One and Phase Two, and now going into Phase Three, they they, they have varying things that feel very sixties. Mm-hmm. Doctor Strange is that sixties vibe. Mm-hmm. You know, Black Panthers like late sixties, early seventies. Uh, all of these uh, these movies feel this way. You get to Defenders, you get to Punisher, you get to Iron Fist, and they've, you know, especially Luke Cage with how hip hop influenced it Late was. 80s, early 90s. It's feeling 90s. Yeah. And yeah. you play Nirvana, and I'm like, this is sick. Yeah. This is yeah. so cool. That feels love early that. 90s, mid 90s to me. And love the, that. the late 80s feel of Luke Cage. Yeah. I love that it's just like streaming through these different timelines. And the yeah. trailer having the different lettering from all the different shows for mm-hmm. some reason was very yeah. exciting for so, me. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, so stoked. And then at the end of that uh, teaser, you get, you think the four of you can save New York? You can't even save yourselves. And I I mean, it's, it's, stick. Stick. it's yeah. Scott Glenn, right? Yeah. Yes. So, mm-hmm. uh, so, like, my guess is that the Defenders, because of that, the Defenders are fighting whatever supernatural threat the Hand have brought yeah. about. Right. Yeah. That's the, my the, guess. It is a carryover from Season 2 of Daredevil. Yep. Yeah. And do you think we'll have, uh, like, Nuke and stuff to, to be early bad guys to take Probably out? So. Right? Because Nuke just want early Jones. bad guys to take yeah. out. Yeah. 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 Uh, though Nuke could end up being a really good bad guy for Jessica Jones for her, se- her mm-hmm. second season. Because mm-hmm. I don't know who else Jessica Jones would fight. Because the only other comic I know of for her... Is the Daily Bugle and when like, she's in like the New Avengers and a yeah. mom and yeah, stuff. Exactly. That's going to be season two of Jessica Jones. Is going to be uh, J. Jonah Jameson, and then he'll appear in Spider Man Homecoming, and I will be so happy. I'll be happy with all That's that. What's we'll I would also love. I don't know if you guys are reading Spider Woman right now, but her uh, being a hero and raising a kid is such a fun Ooh, title. Cool. I would oh, love I Jessica Jones that, yeah. season two. Yeah, it'd be Luke Cage like, and her having a baby, yeah, and Jessica yeah. Jones being a mom and a hero would be on. awesome. That would be awesome, right? That'd be a fun show. Yeah. Well, and like you would finally get. Like a mom hero. Like, That's what I mean. Sure. We've never had that before. Yeah, that, would be inc- that would be, be a great such way to show. And she's such a boss, Kristen. Yeah. It'd be a great, like. Yeah. We almost, right. had, we almost had it with Lois Lane, Kate Bosworth, and Superman Returns, and then Warner Brothers is like, nah, we nah, didn't make that movie. Never That's mind. Never mind. Bye. Uh, let's, oh. let's talk Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. very quickly. Ghost Rider is coming to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, yeah, yeah. That photo, though. I uh, love that photo. That's Doom. in here. That's in here. Doom, do you want to talk about this? Because Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Is, all, is your baby. Oh, my God. Um, I mean, we talked about this, like, we've talked about this a few times as, like, a, at first it was like, no way, that's just it's, Hellfire's it's chain. Uh, and then it became, then the rumor came out, and uh, we started talking about the possibility. To me, this makes 
it makes it makes sense. Uh, if you think about think about it this way, Matt, uh, Doctor, a lot of people are like not sure about this on Shield. Doctor Strange is coming out in November. Yeah. Shield has uh, is always followed the flow of the movies in True. terms of, like what they're doing. So they needed to do they needed to do something a mystical, mystical yeah. thing. And I think the I think Ghost Rider is the perfect option uh i think this is a great way to introduce the character make the show darker because that's what that's what they want to do this year mm-hmm. um and robbie reyes is the perfect choice it fits with that cast yeah and just like the way that that character is opposed to johnny johnny blaze just doesn't feel like he would fit in agents of shield robbie reyes i think does johnny blaze is, is you're absolutely right uh doom especially with the way that the show's been going with how they're encountering new inhumans and new characters and like you know like it it really has it feels that way johnny blaze feels like a guy who would be i don't want them to recast nicholas cage i don't want nicholas cage to come back but he yeah. would feel like he would be a guy that age who's been ghostwriter from like the 70s as a secret do you know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah. the previous Ghost Rider, uh, uh, Johnny Blaze, can still exist in the Marvel mm-hmm. Cinematic Universe. We just haven't seen him yet. Maybe Marvel will do a movie. Maybe Marvel will give him his own Netflix show. Like, that could still Which happen. Which is what they should do. But Robbie, the fact that he lives in East L.A., that's kind of where a lot of S.H.I.E.L.D., they interact with that part, this coast a lot yeah, more than like the that. movies do so far mm-hmm. up to this point. It, it all just makes sense. Um and the, uh, the Johnny story. Blaze, uh, for people who are worried, I think that could be the perfect thing for Marvel to finally do like another period piece. I've been waiting for them to like, yeah. do a movie that's just set in the seventies or the eighties because yeah. they can. Like, there's no re- so go back yes. into a seventies era. And you can Ghost have a, a Haley Atwell cameo in that. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like you, could, you can do a young Michael Douglas Ant Man cameo in that. <laughs> right, so, right. Uh, that's a great point. That could totally work. I was lucky enough to talk to the creator. One of the the co-creators of the new Ghost Rider, Robbie Reyes, Felipe Smith, the writer. Yeah. Uh, because I got a chance to interview him, and I saw him at his panel, and I had this delivered to me a while back, uh, like maybe like a week before Comic Con, because everyone's been talking about this rumor that I'm yeah. like, you know what? I'm I'm telling people to go get this. I'm going to reread it because I had read all of it or most of it, and I got it in the mail, and I'm like, I'm going to bring this to Comic Con. Felipe Smith is at Comic Con at his booth. I'm going to go get him to sign it, and I had him sign it. That's and, awesome. And, and as I was there. A guy came up. People were coming up, and they're like, "Hey, is Robbie Ray's going to be in Agents of Shield?" He's like, "I don't know." The very next day, on Friday, they pulled the car. Felipe Smith was there taking yeah, pictures. Yeah, can we show the, they the put, car? They down? put him in the car. Like he took a picture. Oh, of that's, way, that's awesome. I just hope that for Felipe because he's such a rad dude. He's the first ever Westerner. He was born in Argentina. Um, um, I think was raised there, and then as well as the U.S. He learned Japanese. He's the first huh. ever Westerner to move to Japan and publish manga. While he's a Westerner, but while he was living in Japan, Whoa, so he broke a lot of those stereotypes in terms of a comic book creator to be like, what is manga? Like, could manga only be done by Japanese creators? Can you know? And he's yeah. because of his sort of multicultural background. He's like, nah, forget all that. He's the first ever person to That's do that. Fascinating. That's so really cool. he's got he's got great stuff. His own creator own stuff. But when Marvel approached him to be a writer on this uh, with the artist from Luther Strode, the guy named uh, uh, Trad Moore, which the art in this is sick. Yeah, it's um, amazing art. He was all for it. And he was super excited. And this version of Ghost Rider, I think, is really really cool. It's really really cool. The car's cool. The story's cool. Mister Hyde's in this, and Mister Hyde has been in Agents of Shield already. Yeah. So there's a you know connection can be made there. But I hope that this is just going to sort of blow up Felipe Smith's stuff. The people check out his stuff. Go get his comic book. Maybe he'll get some more money. I like you know? the idea of like East LA being this character and utilized on the show because I, yeah. I'm a diehard Fast and Furious guy, and yes. Fast and Furious it starts in like East that. LA. That's what I want. I want Ghost yeah. Rider meets Fast One and Two, and maybe three. Like I want yeah. that flavor on 
a show. Very so excited. I'm excited. Very uh, excited. The, Can't the way, wait. I'm excited. Like the way this, I think this is going to affect the show. Uh, yeah. Where we left Daisy at the end of season four is like she's in a very dark place. She's like she's just gone through effectively an addiction storyline. She's lost all of her friends. She's hit rock bottom, and she doesn't have anywhere to put all of this anger because of uh, without any spoilers because of the end of season four. You all know if, if you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, and having the spirit of vengeance yeah. come into your life while you're trying to figure out what it is that you need to do, what your purpose is, that's a good storyline cool. to me. I think that's going to be fun. Um, some other stuff that came out about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I don't know if, uh, if you guys caught it, but uh, they asked somebody asked on the uh, at the panel what is going to happen with Hunter and, uh, and Mockingbird mm-hmm. now that uh, since they were written out yeah. and then Marvel's Most Wanted uh, got canned. Uh, and uh, Jeff, I think it was Jeff Loeb that said, uh, he's like, I can't, it's, that's classified, but stay tuned. Great. Yeah. So great. They're we, great characters. We might get them back. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, so real quick, what you were saying, it, Robbie Reyes mm-hmm. is not possessed by Zarathos. No, he's possessed by a guy he's named po- Eli, Mar- Eli Morrow. Yeah, who's like Elias a, Morrow. Yeah. yeah, who's like a criminal or something who got killed, and he's just this like vengeful spirit, and he possesses the car as well as um, Robbie. And Robbie has a younger brother named Gabe. Reyes, I believe, is his younger brother's name. Yeah, is um is Gabe, who's who is in a wheelchair, and I think he might have a a, a learning disability. I'm not entirely sure, um, but um, he's just like the sweetest kid, and he had, and they, they live in a. And here's the thing that spoke to me when I was rereading this. And I remember I felt it the first time I read it. I live in Los Angeles. I've lived in not great neighborhoods in L.A. Mm-hmm. And there's a scene where he is uh, feeding his brother like uh, SpaghettiOs or some crappy canned thing because they like, don't have a lot of money. And his brother Gabe is like, yeah, great, cool. And he loves it. So tasty, Robbie. This is so tasty. And outside there's gunshots. And his little brother goes like, oh, is that uh, f- uh, fire fireworks, firecrackers, fireworks? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's right, Gabe. We don't go outside when there's fireworks. We know mm-hmm. that, right? Yeah, okay. Oh, Let's stay in here. And I'm like, dude, that's I've heard that in L.A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's is real. a reality. Especially in the neighborhood. That is a reality. And the whole story is about this guy who's trying to get his brother out of this situation. Yeah. He's brilliantly that's talented cool. with cars. Like, it's it's cool. And it's this new type of story and perspective that we nor- normally normally haven't seen in, like, the Marvel universe. Right. Yeah. But you see in other stories, things like Fast and Furious, right. you know. Um, so, I, uh, it's exciting, man. That's his, but that's his backstory though so i don't know that much about uh elias morrow because i've really only yeah, read this first really volume either. but i know about robbie and i'm excited so uh yeah i i yeah my, bu- <laughs> like, my buddy I was adam, like oh my god they're doing ghostwriter yeah. like, my co-star on superhero news adam lavick who doesn't watch the show but he's not opposed to it mm-hmm. has said as sort of a, an outside fan looking in he's like this show needed something like this mm-hmm. on top of how it works story-wise mm-hmm. doom and all that great stuff like it's also just going to put eyeballs on the screen oh, which 100%. is great because because agents of shield continually has been getting better truly it really has it's it not, really really has to me it's not a mandatory viewing experience the way i would say people go watch jessica jones daredevil you know that to me is like mandatory marvel this thing is a fun show right. it is well done yeah. Yeah. Great cast, and it keeps getting better. It keeps and they, getting and better. they're like doing some pretty big ideas. Yeah. So if this is what's going to get more people to check yeah. it out, great. And that's kind of the suits the comics, like because yeah. there's certain titles you don't have to read, but when they get really specific or when they tie in, it's yeah. like them doing a giant crossover. Yeah. Ghost Riders kind of like them doing Secret Wars. Like yeah. it, it makes it like, oh, I will watch that now. Yeah. Like it's yeah. a it's a transfer. Uh, they've already cast Ghost Rider, by the mm-hmm. way. Robbie Reyes will play be played by Gabriel Luna. Gabriel Luna. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, Not familiar so, with his work, but cool. Uh, neither, neither am I, but I, I'm mm-hmm. excited for it. Uh, let's talk, like, let's finish it off with Legion. Mm-hmm. That trailer right, yeah. was released. <laughs> I have not, I'm a terrible fan. I haven't read Legion yet, so I can't speak X-Men to... X-Men Legacy mm-hmm. 1 through 24 is the best mm. X-Men title of the last five years, period. Wow. 
in my humble opinion, I only got my own opinion, I but check it, out. it is so good. It is so special. It is unique. It's mm-hmm. its own little corner of the universe. Legion was a character that I only passively enjoyed. He's a character that's like, oh, he did the Legionnaire stuff. Like, he, he had the crazy arc in the 90s that was so 90s. He's always been like Xavier's kid. Yeah. This run is a commentary on, like, the male psyche, on masculinity, on what it is like to be a human being, on, like, the idea of one and oneself being separate, the idea of, like, psychological problems being an asset and a curse. Like, it I deals like with so much and it deals with someone who's like mentally unstable and it's important and cool. that and that's what's different about like a lot of x-men titles feel like they're filler or they feel like they're trying to get to a next story they always feel like they're trying to get mm-hmm. to a certain point this feels important every issue and i love the fact that it's a mentally unstable character being treated with respect and the fight is internal like he's literally defeating what it does is basically each of his powers becomes its own entity so he has to go in his own head and take out versions of himself and they all have different powers and he's doing this because he loves this girl and he's trying to become a better person so it's all very contained but also the biggest smallest story the That's show so looks awesome. like that great. the show looks like there's a musical it definitely number. looks like yeah. there's, there's a girl there's a I want to live in that X-Men universe. It looks so cool. It looks so different. It looks so cool. I'm still, I gotta, we gotta ask the question, man, the elephant in the room. Like, what universe does this take place in? What does it mean that it's Marvel television working with Fox? Like, what does it all mean? Well, the comic does a beautiful thing where it's separate, but in the same world. This looks like that to me. It looks like you might see based on TV. But but we might see, like, 20th Century Fox X-Men movie universe. Separate. As opposed to, like, this isn't the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We're not going to see the Avengers. Yeah, I don't think it. that, okay. personally. Yeah, okay. I don't think we're going to see that. I, it's definitely I, not MCU. Okay. They made, I think the trailer made it very clear that they, when they put up in association with... That's true. Um, I that's, think that's okay. how Marvel is going to distinguish stuff like this thing on Fox yeah. and Legion from their own shows. Right. Though I do think Fox, uh, Marvel is doing a lot more with... What was the series that was just announced that they're doing? Uh, I just... It's There's, untitled. It's just on Fox. Oh, but it's not Hellfire, but it's another it's X-Men an untitled show? untitled Fox Oh, that's X-Men right. It's the, it's the yeah. untitled one that I think might be... Um, you were saying Generation X. Generation X. Thank you. Mm, that's uh, theory. Uh, yeah, it's untitled. Kind of but like Marvel is yeah. working with... It seems that like seems they're more... not necessarily an association, an association with, but right. like legit produced with a right. long Legion of. looks totally separate to me, but the comic is also, like I said, separate. Sure. It's also, yeah. a, it's a must read. Uh, Hector, what were you going to say? I'm just going to say that I I am looking forward to the show. I'm going to check it out. Now I get to have an excuse to go read that X-Men it's Legacy brilliant. book, yeah. which is yeah, so I great. I can't wait to read it, yeah. But I, I, what I want to have happen is I want them to bring them into the fold. And I want it yeah. to be across the board in TV and in movies. And, you know, I want them to be able to say the word mutant because the word mutant was spoken in mm-hmm. this trailer. Mm-hmm. One of the most powerful mutants we've ever seen, and I'm like, I just want them to be able to say mutant on Agents of Shield <laughs> yeah. and mutant in reference to Scarlet Witch, mm-hmm. and where's Magneto, her dad, and where you know all these different things that I want uh, eventually to happen in the movies, and I think that with maybe the lukewarm kind of success of X Men Apocalypse yeah. on the movie side, and and that Gambit's kind of slow going, yeah. Deadpool's yeah. great, but it's like you can bring Deadpool over, he breaks Easy. the fourth He's wall. Real weird. I'm really, really just hoping that like. They finish out Wolverine 3, everybody loves Hugh Jackman, that this Legion show goes great and it's its own thing. Maybe they do their other X-Men show and it's its own thing, but in a couple of years' time that they announce, you know what? We're rebooting the X-Men franchise. They're going to exist in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. The next time you see Wolverine, he's going to be played by a completely different actor and he's going to fight the Hulk. That's all I want. Yeah. It's the dream. I really, really, really really think Fox is moving towards a place where they will be comfortable working with Marvel. I I really do. Especially with this TV stuff going on now. It's a good really, testing ground, man. It's I a good really way to feel see like they are. Together. And like, I mean, can you imagine Phase Four with Fantastic Four? Yeah, it's incredible, I mean, incredible. And the and, and, oh, uh, there's the so much. All right, we've got to close it out. This is wow. an hour forty-five right I, now. I have three birthdays. 
If it wasn't birthdays, no, I'm. That's what I was going to say. Let's get to the Marvelites. Because I mean, you only get merry, merry Marvelites. You only get bored once, so it's very important. Uh, Three very frequent uh, viewers of the show and people that I know from Twitter and just awesome human beings: Jedi Master Towns, who is Avery and Towns. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. He's been a fan since episode one. Love yeah, the show. Never had a birthday shout out. Can I get one? Very important. I had very, to get that up very there. important. Happy birthday, man. I hope it was awesome. Uh, Stetson Scott Kula. I actually have seen stuff that you've broke for us. I've seen you At like. Fifth Noble. Yep, yep, Fifth Noble. I've seen your stuff and uh, you've given me info that I didn't know yet. So very happy birthday, man. I hope it's awesome. His birthday was the. He's, it's his 21st birthday. Yeah. Big so one. Big it's one. a big one. Very exciting. It's a big 21st. Yeah. Skibbity yeah. bip bop. Maybe you're enjoying the show. Yeah. Every skibbity bip bop. Have a drink. Learn, uh, your, <laughs> learn your limit. Take it easy. But learn true. your limit. It's, this is Limits are learn. important. The day after your 21st is always one of the worst days of your life. Sure. Uh, Joshua J. Moore, Josh A113. I enjoy that you're a Pixar Easter egg on our show. Happy birthday. I love that uh, that name, and I hope it was awesome, and you guys are all rad people. Thank you. Do you have your iTunes ready to go? I don't, but you can go. Okay. Uh, Adam Ortiz uh, asked, uh, at uns- Uncivilized AMO, too late for a birthday shout-out? Turn 26 today. Uh, happy that, birthday. That's, that's today, so happy birthday, uh, Adam Ortiz. Uh, while you're doing that, uh, Shane Blakely reminded Coy, by the way, the obvious choice is Millie, Millie B. Brown for Molly Hayes in the Runaways, because you're doing that Coy cast. Yeah, Ooh, Millie B. Brown from uh, 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 Stranger Things. Stranger Things, yeah. Yeah, yeah, people are saying, I want runaways, I want runaways. Now, to get proper runaways, they got to be able to have mutant stuff. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. I wanted yeah. to. I wanted to. Let's get Fox over. Let's get that. Uh, Justin, Justin uh, Bosquet, at uh, Fat Guy Swag. Uh, <laughs> good, good name. Uh, question. Does the Wi-Fi password Shambhala have any significance <laughs> to the Doctor Strange comics and mythos? It does. It does. Into Shambhala was a book written by J.M. DeMatteis. De Can't remember who did the artwork. Uh, J.M. DeMatteis has this interesting way of writing where he almost doesn't do a comic. He almost does just like an illustrated novel. Mm-hmm. Um, and Inda Shambhala is a classic Doctor Strange comic. Uh, it's absolutely fantastic. It's a wonderful read. You should absolutely read it. Um, it, it poses the Shambhala. question of like, what would you do? Like, what, like, what, like, how, if, if you could fix all of humanity's ills mm-hmm. by killing half of humanity. Would you do it? So Doctor Strange is given this choice, uh, but he doesn't realize that's his choice until later on. He kind of sees, like, the Lords of Shambhala. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He sees the Lords of Shambhala for what they are. They're they're not, like, malevolent beings, Mm -hmm. but they're sort of, like, very Mm -hmm. logic-based entities. Vulcans. Um, Vulcans, in a way. And he, like, he, like, I won't tell you what he just chooses. I'm sure you can guess, but... I'll have to uh, check it out. uh, Also, uh, at the Chill Cat... Uh, I suggest delaying this week's stream as Matt Key will need a few days to recover from getting 12 <laughs> Shambhala tattoos. Uh, true. Um, uh, uh, Teresa Luz, Doctor Strange Supervan from Portugal, says uh, it's 7.30 a.m. in Portugal and she's already thinking about our show. Could I get a shout out yeah. later? Of course you can. You can always get a shout out when you're a Doctor Strange fan like you. Uh, and uh, Dan at Who86, I know it'll be like 90% Doctor Strange on the show, but are you guys shocked we didn't get a Moon Knight show announcement at SDCC? Uh, I'm actually not shocked. By no, that. I'm not shocked. Otherwise. I would have been shocked if we didn't get a Captain Marvel. Uh, I think we'll eventually get a Moon Knight, but I think we'll we won't get a show. I think we'll be like, oh, by the way, we've cast Moon Knight and Punisher, right. Daredevil season three, or something. And that'll like that. be tested like Punisher was tested and see where it can go. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. Good call. Uh, yeah, and uh, there's a new a new cast member, uh, Lucy Crum. Uh, no, uh, I can't remember the actor's name. She's being added added to Agents of Shield. Um, and uh, uh, Andre Rodriguez is suggesting she could be Lucy Crum. I'm not familiar with her, but uh, 
a character from Ghost Rider. Okay. So, know. there you go. Do your shout-outs, and then we got a wrap. Uh, I don't have any new iTunes, but uh, Rob Nips uh, had to put her dog down last week. Oh, no. And she wanted to oh, love. love. So, uh, much love to your dog. I know how hard that is, and Rob Nick, Nips, big, big fan of the show, and we, we love you very much, and sorry to hear that. That is uh, not a good time. So Yeah, Rob, oh, oh. sorry. So, yeah, let's not end on a down note. Let's end on uh, love to the dog, and Comic-Con was amazing. Comic-Con was stupid. I wasn't there. I was just, I was... It was on a scale of one of the best Comic-Cons. I was four hours away, and I experienced the the magic from here, and it was just so, like, oh my god, so much happened. The fact is, everyone here, like, even at the studios, was just like, Every 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 like moment, they're like, "Have you seen all the trailers yet?" I haven't had time. There's like yeah. 18 trailers. Yeah. So many. It was it was a what giant a great show. great problem. Yeah. yeah. All right, we got to wrap because we're at almost two hours. Feature length Marvel movie news. Feature length. Feature length. Do you want a three? We gave you two. Uh, so uh, Hector, where can people find you? Find me on the internet at Hector's Funny. Check out Superhero News for a bunch of great stuff. And um, if you have questions for what comic books to read, tweet at me or any of us. Yeah. Koi? Find me at Koi Jandro, C-O-Y-J-A-N-D-R-E-A-U, on Twitter and Instagram. And I love talking to you guys, and I try to be on Twitter as much as possible. And I missed Comic-Con alongside you, so we can all weep together. All right. Uh, I'm Matt Key at the Matt Key. Sometimes I do Fat Man on Batman whenever Kevin Smith's in town. Uh, <laughs> and uh, he's, he's a busy man. He's got a film. He's got a new TV series coming out. He's a very busy man. Uh, but I help her out. He's actually got two TV series. Anyway, Marvel, all right. Man. Skip it about. Uh, you can find <laughs> us at Marvel News PTN or on Facebook, Marvel News Show, uh, or on popcorntalknetwork.com or on their YouTube, forward slash popcorn talk, popcorn talk network. Uh, we're also on iTunes. Download us there. Uh, tweet at us, Facebook us, and we'll see you next week. From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Spitek, so. Christian Harloff, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed here are those of the hosts only, do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners and principals. All right, hey. All right, good job, guys. Uh, Let's just not come in tomorrow. Let's just take a day.